1: <laughs> has there, has a, Calm it, down, it, Ron, it, Mike's on. Oh no, do we, do we stop talking? <laughs> 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 the oh, <whole> if, <laughs> that was a close, <laughs> close one.
2: We'd be cancelled forever for that. <laughs> <laughs> M- might be dead. <laughs>
1: Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers rugby podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. We take it very seriously that you didn't hear the conversation we were just having. Uh, we're, back in the, we're back in the rugby dungeon. At a bar, that would be a great conversation, let's be honest. And so we hope we see you at a bar sometime soon. Um, yeah, we're in the rugby dungeon. Uh, here again, whilst the rest of the rugby universe, in England at least, uh, takes, takes a summer break, we're still grafting. And uh, we've all avoided saying those words. It's too hot, but no, I can't say. Th- oh, that's, that rains good today. It is
3: good. It is. <laughs> oh, doesn't it feel good? Take about five degrees off the temperature.
1: Did you get woken up last night by that giant? No, star? no I,
2: I was up anyway, as um, watching the end of uh, Star Trek: Picard. <laughs> so, it's my Saturday night treat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, well, we've got lots to talk about on this podcast. Um, just a reminder that you can support us at Patreon.com/slash Egg where there is extra content, extra, extra spicy content sometimes yep. as well. Uh, we've got a,
2: another a Patreon podcast to put up, which I'm trying to put up, but Patreon seems to be broken.
1: <laughs> 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 <I'm like that. laughs> I will. Yeah. Uh, I'll have a look, see what I can do uh, to 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 get that up. But uh, yeah, you can support us there, Patreon.com/slash Egg Chasers and email us contactheadchasers at gmail.com there's a bunch of good emails again which uh, I'll get through so uh, let's just rattle through there's a lot of stuff going off off the pitch there's World Cup preliminary squads being announced there are player movements there are uh, competition structures to discuss there's other odds and sods but let's begin with well a final which delivered on all of the hype we gave it on all of the promise and just, it just was another bit of evidence that the future is French.
2: Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, me and Phil watch this uh, in my living room on an iPad on a, a French stream with French commentary. Yeah, and, and some weird French half-time. Yeah. They played stuff what, going on What was it like Countryfile French Countryfile At but, half time Yes saying very bizarre the point that like, Have we changed channel Yeah <laughs> i sure it should have started again well, What's a crossover Between people that want to watch
1: Toulouse, La Rochelle But also Countryfile At half time
3: <laughs> Although In the UK In France probably enormous
1: yeah, In yeah, the yeah, UK yeah. Not so much was it, I wonder Was it on multiple broadcasters In France then Because there must have been Like a Canal can Plus As well as It was TV5 It was on in but the But you U- know Thinking about it sincerely
2: If you give me a chance To watch like Michaela Strachan on Countryfile Or Gareth at half-time Which one would you <laughs> Which one would you Genuinely choose so, you, you make a good point I do don't I I do Give me the ducks Yeah <laughs> But
3: it was It was a It was a hell of a game It was Nervy at times From both teams There were times Where there's some Some big mistakes From both teams I think But The star dust sort across of it And Any game Any game that finishes In that manner Yeah Is it really was Because not only the final try Which was spectacular from Intermac Who I think we'll talk about a bit more later But it was the fact that it was so close And it was yeah. one team scores, going to the lead They look like they're going to win They've just got to hold out Then Toulouse come back Then La Rochelle go in the lead And then Toulouse come back The way that it, it flipped for it the last was, 20 minutes
2: It was a game of learning on the fly mm. Because you saw Toulouse come out And they were very strong but I would say for a good 60 minutes of that game, La Rochelle were completely dominant. Completely dominant.
3: Well, They're, if you, if you um, take out the first try, the Choco Sh- Sh- Barres try mm. and the Intermac try, um, which were both... Uh, w- missed w- tackles. Yeah, missed tackle, Bit, bit of magic, a lot of pace in both counts, but an error on Dante, missed tackles um, on Intermac, then it's a two-score win for, on Dante, for La Rochelle.
2: Right, by the way, he... I mean, I know he's got reputation as a big sensor because he is big, right? But, like, he is so powerful. The way yeah. he manhandles people, he just has a presence about him. I-, I think the guy is absolutely awesome. He is... I guess he's what Bastro should have been in a lot of ways.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. <laughs> he's... If Bastro was conditioned...
2: Yeah. He's, but he's also got an attitude about him as well. He's always oh, the forefront of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's just ploughing through men. It's, it's, it's great. Gets in the mix. Uh,
1: Richard Trapant, or... Uh, trep- uh, uh, I hope I'm saying your name right. Anyway, Richard, thank <laughs> Richard. you for your email. Hi, Treypant. Richard. Contact Chases at gmail.com. Just uh, the subject title is, Jack Willis is good at rugby. Oh, please continue, because uh, I've got thoughts. He says, uh, fellas, love the pod, blah, etc. Uh, watching the top 14 final in the Pyrenees with a chilled pastis at altitude, though oh. not, though not a rooftop bar. That's fine, he's already out. Well, it's, altitude. it's about
2: relative altitude, but please continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he said, And the French commentators are going mad for Jacques Willis. Jacques. Mm. Jacques Willis. Uh, testament to the quality of the man, joining a European powerhouse midway through the season and getting a starting jersey for the final. I'm torn because I want to see him in an England jersey, but I also want him to see him competing for big trophies and earning a wedge in Toulouse. Borthwick's comments this week make one of those scenarios impossible. So presumably Borthwick has said that... He said,
3: "I forget the actual phrasing, but it was he wants um, all the England players playing in England,
1: but which is different wh- from saying they can't they, play for England if they're not in England." Yeah, well, I, stop I, bankrupting I, the clubs, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the way I read it was, I understand that he wants them there because he gets access to them for the full seven weeks and, then, and the month before. But there is a big trade-off
2: there that you're going to. Not be able to select some stars because people will choose for more money. But then, do you remember the conversation that you and I had last night? We were watching Dupont play, mm. and we we're like, "How refreshing!" Every time you turn on the TV to watch Toulouse, Dupont plays. It's not like Sexton. It's not like and, and Francie plays almost yeah. every minute. Because even when he, even when they bring on a
3: um, scrum half, he moves to ten, yeah, and everyone shifts out one.
1: Yeah. By the way, uh, Dupont will not be playing in the Six Nations twenty twenty four. Oh, really? Because he's going to be. Preparing to play in the Olympics. Oh, so you oh to play sevens! Wow,
2: crikey!
1: Wow, right. wow,
2: that is a big. Well, if you're going to lose him, you may as well lose him after he's a World Cup champion. Well,
1: it's in France as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah of
2: course it is. That makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. why not?
1: That's pretty cool. So, um, it's very cool for rugby.
2: Yeah. So, what was I saying? Yeah. So, the idea that Willis is more valuable to England because they get more access to him. Yeah, that's great. But I think France is starting to prove a point now, <laughs> which is steel shopping steel. If you have the deepest playing pool, the best way to manage them is just, just throw them in the meat grinder over and over again and trust the depth in that playing pool to produce you a good 15. And I understand why Ireland do it, I understand why New Zealand do it, because their playing resources might not be as strong, as say France's or England's. I don't understand why England are looking at like, a central contracting system. Or, I mean, not they haven't said that, but I don't know why they go go for that when they've got... Even de-
1: even deeper playing pool. Well, they don't have an even deeper playing pool than France. No, they, they do no, by they registered, don't. Pla- no, don't. registered well, players. No, they don't. Oh well, yeah, reg- but
3: registered players is very different to if if someone's playing uh, level ten. The, if you've got a, if the base of the pyramid is enormous, mm. so registered players would count everyone. Um, if it's registered male players, play, count everyone who is signed up to a club, whether they're playing. Fourth team level 10 or anything well, above
1: France have got 30 full professional teams And I think even their third division is professional now So um, yeah, well, so they, they might even have 44 as, professional teams Or 46 professional teams.
2: Uh, as the Russian Air Force say uh, quantity has a quality all of its own <laughs> And, you know, it's something I mean, we you know I'm not going to revisit the England chat again But there must be something fundamentally wrong with England If we've got all of that All these people playing the game No matter where they are in in the pyramid and not
1: converting that into top-level talent. Well, yeah, we've talked about that many times. That's that's coaching, that's, yeah. th- th- that's, I mean, if that's got, lack of rugby numbers.
3: in schools. Well, the interesting thing would be how many players' kids. Yeah. Because the metric, how many play below 18? Because that's what you want. Because if, if you're above 18, you never play above 10th uh, to 4th um, grade, you're entirely irrelevant. Yeah. But uh, if you've got the the biggest funnel
1: below 18, that's what you want. Which Which England don't. No. Do they not, though? No, no. I know South Africa have got d- an enormous... Pl- like it's, very lo- it's very localised in England, isn't it? I mean, France is to a degree, but, I it's, but think it's much more spread.
2: I don't think they play rugby in school
1: in France. Well, no, what they do when, in France, on Wednesdays, schools close. Do they? At, at, at lunchtime. Oh, for sports days. And then local clubs uh, take, uh, for all sorts of sports... Have little m- minibuses which go and pick kids up and take them to their club. Oh, so that's how a lot of kids get introduced to rugby. Oh, I had no idea. And that's every Wednesday.
2: Well, mm. which, well whatever it is, it's working for them. But, it, I think? Yeah, it, that is the best way for them to operate. Is you know, if someone goes down, fine. So and they have, but, they have
1: they have they have municipal support to develop stadiums for their local team. There's that local cultural identity which is uh, pushed through th- through the rugby. They also have uh, you know clubs like Claremont have. Academies in the Pacific Islands And in South and Africa, in South, Africa. South, Africa. <laughs> South Africa. So they're, they're, they're farming and, and, and investing to get people back So, so they're going and nicking Other people's so, uh, resources back, too back, anyway. to,
2: back, to, back to Jack Willis I mean England's resources At Seven are huge yeah. like, You don't need Jack Willis in, in England To make sure he's good If he is killing it over in France Which he is, by the way I didn't think he had a great game But if, you know, if he's over there in France doing well he should be considered for England I thought he was one of the best players and I did think at the start
1: Because no.
2: so inter- you said to me as I walked
3: in Because I missed the first 25 minutes or so You said Jack Willis is having a tough game Yeah, he knocked on to But start I, with. I didn't see, from what I saw I didn't see anything that he did wrong I can't recall a single thing that he did wrong
2: Can you recall seeing him much? Car- I, he had s- some
3: good carries I saw him, he was always He, was, he made a lot of tackles And he was always in or around the rook, both attack offensively and defensively, that kind of Richard Hill
2: rule. He's got, from what I've read, he's got several very positive write-ups. Oh, there we go. Well, I thought in the first five minutes, he, he he knocks on, he gives away a penalty, and he didn't look that efficient around the breakdown for the jackal.
1: Who was the other flanker for Toulouse again? Because is injured. So uh, cross. cross. Yeah, so he might, he probably wouldn't have been starting if uh, Jalonch is fit.
2: Yeah, Jalonch is absolutely world class.
1: Mm. Um, uh,
3: maybe or the, yeah or um I, th- I think he's a young lad at the number 8 oh yeah ruma, no you're right ruma, ruma, ruma yeah, would have, yeah yeah you'd have one of those 3, of those kind, three kind of 6.5s maybe or 6.75s yeah something like that 6.78s yeah. <laughs> yeah. um just on the players now this is um this is from wikipedia um so, so messy, take right. it take it with a pinch of salt um in teen males, which is exactly the point that I was just making, yeah. which is the biggest funnel to potentially translate into the deepest playing pool, according to Wikipedia, England has three times more teen males than any other country in the world. I thought so. So three times more than South Africa, ten times more than Ireland and France, um, and uh, 15 times more than New Zealand, Japan... Australia, Italy, Scotland, Wales. I thought I was on Now, what I would say is, I would take that with... So, I think there will be two things happening there. One, RFU will be, they are, as we all well know, they are desperate to show that it's a growing sport, whether it is a growing sport or not.
2: How many of those play touch?
3: Yeah, and how many of those have played once between the ages of 13 and 18, you know, 13 and 19? Exactly. And... When you look at the South Africa, two hundred thousand men in South Africa, I have no doubt they have the average playing time in their teens of the South African will be six years out of the eight and they'll they'll play twenty games a season. Same with the New Zealand, who is one fifteenth.
1: Yeah, I want. want, Yeah, you. you, There can be lies, damn lies, and statistics. There might be a lot of people. I I imagine you might. The right, right. You can imagine the RFU counting people if they have. One session, one training session 100%, 100%. In, in one 100%. in one yeah. term about, about, at, of, at school. If you just half yes. that number, so Which, if
3: well, if, if you half yeah, it, yeah, they're yeah. still the biggest in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, d- you have to even if you divide it by three, they are just the biggest well, in the world. Uh, yeah. Self-interest. What
2: more evidence do we need to level at the RFU?
3: <laughs> now that that's probably the most important point of it. Like something yeah. here, if that is true that they've got. Um, Fifteen
2: times more people in things, that funnel yeah. more than New Zealand. The they two are monumentally is true bad. Here, which is the only if you are lying to us, in which case they all need to go, or the or if you are horribly incompetent. So yeah, so incompetent. You should just burn the whole thing down yeah, I, I, yeah, for the longest time now Mark Evans disagrees with me, which is never a good sign But I am of the opinion <laughs> that we, we burn the whole thing down We just burn the whole thing down And we start again The women can keep their own union Because they're the most attractive prop, uh, investment in all of sport So they can keep all of their money and they'll be rich <laughs> And we'll just take the men's game And, you know, hopefully Build it into something worthwhile I mean, how? Can, I how's mean that, that bad thing? That is
3: absolutely nuts Isn't it? So, those figures just can't sack up well, without England equally, th- being totally there is, a,
1: there is a, a differentiation you have to make and that is that if you look thousand if you birds eye view it England are one of the most successful rugby teams on earth
2: it but, should be with those numbers well yeah but they are they <laughs> are, they are. They're, yeah, the they're, o- they're the only they're Northern
1: Hemisphere team to have won the World Cup they're yeah. one of only four nations to have won the World Cup they've oh. been to World Cup finals multiple times when, the, when they haven't won Uh, They are one of the most successful nations on earth. It is a particularly poor time for the the rugby generally in England. The participation is plummeting. The clubs are going to the wall, but that's financial mismanagement. That is not. It's got got nothing to do with the national team. Um, And they they may well do quite well and get to another World Cup final. We don't know. So I think you, you have to... Take it all, with a, again, with, with a little bit of a pinch of salt when you're, when you're making judgments. It, it does feel pretty dire at the minute. But then at the same time, I think it's important to recognise there are lots of positive rugby stories at the minute. What's happening in the Pacific Islands. You mentioned Mark Evans. What, what he's overseeing with, yeah, with, yeah, with, with Fiji is fantastic.
2: It's not going to help your boys. but Georgia, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Georgia's
1: looking good. Uh, Japan's been a real success story. Yeah. We've got the Under-20s Rugby World Cup starting uh, next weekend, and just some, a, some of these yeah, nations so are going just to got do a well.
2: A few small people that we need to it's thriving in uh, like, France. You know, scalpel out of the game, like all of the RFU, some of World Rugby. Just a surgical scalpel, Out they go. And I'm sure it could be turned a CVC, not scalpel, off it goes, and then we'll <laughs> be fine. Anyway, yeah. so back to the game. Yeah, um, I thought La Rochelle physically dominated Toulouse, which is obviously the main metric which I look at when I'm watching a rugby game. Uh, for well, most of it. I mean, their scrum was dominant. They were dominant on the game line. They should have won last uh, they, they Toulouse really struggled with uh, with La Rochelle's big carriers. When they, I mean, if you give them half an inch of in space, there's an amazing carry by Bugarit, Grugurit. who comes back on the inside. He just just can't be stopped. And yet, despite all that, I think we'll look back at this game. It will show it shows so many people the importance of taking points because both teams, even when they were just on the edge of being knocked out. They were still in the fight. They were. I don't think they were ever more than two scores
1: away. Six y- points. Yeah, they, yeah, might be one score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six points was the biggest gap. I was think, it at any point? Yeah. And uh, Thomas Ramos, uh, the, the importance of kicking sticks. Yes, isn't taking it. points when they're off. off uh, when on offer, Hastoy missed a drop kick, and did he miss a couple of conversions that again would have made a difference? Not not putting it down to that, but it, it, like you say, some of those fundamentals are really important, and uh, Toulouse had them, and. Uh, yeah, I, Ronan Ogara, I don't know if you've seen him speak. He, he's like, I'm fed up with talking about with people talking about, oh, this is a giant to-lose team. I don't see that. I don't get that. Uh, we should have won that. We were the better team. And that, I agree with that, him. That's down to us. I agree yeah, with
3: him. I, I do completely agree. Like I said before, you take out those two tries, um, it's a two-score win for mm. La Rochelle. I do think La Rochelle were hard done by, by a couple of refereeing decisions. But if you if you make those missed tackles, you make the handling errors that cost those two tries, you can't bemoan
1: Did you mean La Rochelle were hard done by? Sorry, La Rochelle yeah.
3: sorry. La Rochelle were hard done by on a couple of um particularly around the, the rook. Yeah. There was a couple that went against them where they got penalised for being off their feet and there was a couple that went against them where Toulouse were off the clearly off their feet but it was La Rochelle penalised. So but yet you can't
1: you can't bemoan and that let, if you just, don't win by And let's just talk about that winning moment. What a way to win yeah. oh. a, t- a final. Well
2: this is this is it, right? This is sort of sporting the sport, our sport encapsulated, which is you can go through some horrendous times. Horrendous times. Now, I'm not saying playing a French top fourteen final is horrendous, it's not. But to have the just have the fortitude to make as many mistakes, big mistakes, as Entermite did
1: and then score well, a winning try Make big mistakes In the five to ten minutes Preceding yeah, that run yeah. <laughs> <He laughs> <was> miss, <laughs> Missing the kick to the corner Dropping a ball Which I think led to a penalty Yeah which yeah Extended on. their lead The knock on he, he went to play with his foot For that knock on yeah. Missed it with his foot
3: And yeah. it hits
2: his hand They're like Does that boy have any doubt Of his own abilities <laughs> I mean I would be doubting myself If I had knocked on Missed the <laughs> kick But no And the criminal part about this And this is a bit which I think Gore will need an inquiry, Maybe a witch hunt possibly um a crucifix but um the, the substitute whoever it was to miss the tackle was it dylan I, it might have been i don't know who it was but I'm somebody
1: sure. so no no it, no was a replacement bald head was it the flanker i, I think it's a flanker. I, th- I thought
3: it was one of the props but i could be wrong well, The is mm. about replacements Maybe.
2: is like you understand don't you if it's the 32nd year old 36 year old second row who's been on for 75 minutes yeah but not the replace, not the replacement. Oh, oh, if if Intermax spotted
1: the prop out of position in the back, in the defensive line and took him, then fair play. But yeah, the, 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 whoever it was, he was, we'll...
3: was. But it was the guy on the inside because there was he kind of the guy who was marking him. He kind of steps in and, and accelerates, but the guy on the inside, who I think I think he was one of the reserve props, yeah, I think you're right, was just lazy covering yeah. that gap. He, he, had mo- he had more than enough time if he just uh, runs a little bit harder. He closes that gap and. Nothing happens La Rochelle win the game
0: mm.
3: It was just lazy On the inside That's, so,
2: that's Fine fine
3: So audience. Toulouse won
1: Their 22nd Title And Larochelle still Without one Without a top Oh 14. I thought
2: they won One a few years No
1: No they've never won it They've never won it Two two Heineken Cups
3: Yeah But not that And Entermach I was I mean I kind of looked foolish At the end But all game I was saying to JB Every time Entermach Made a mistake See Like He's he's. I know he's starting for Toulouse. I know he starts for France. But I'm I'm not that on board with him. I think he gets carried by the guys inside and outside. Dupont mm. and Ramos, and Ramos yeah. do a lot of heavy lifting for him um, in terms of game management, controlling the game, and maybe maybe him being a bit of a straight man, but with that electric pace when it's needed. Maybe that is what you need you can't have another super controlling game he looks amazing and he does have some dynamite moments like a few years ago against New Zealand maybe two years ago last year playing out, out from it his own in-goal oh, area Oh, yeah, the only goal
2: area Oh, yeah. Yes. He reminds me of He reminds me of all those Generic Australian backs That they <laughs> <laughs> like if you Who just, can play centre Can yeah. play 15 Can play 10 If you just stripped away The positions You didn't, you didn't know who he was And you just put him in a lineup, up With the most talented players In the world He'd probably really impress you like, You wouldn't know where he played
1: And he just smoulders
2: Yeah, <laughs> he does Now, you won't enjoy us, Tim I know you won't enjoy us But have you ever seen the clip Of him Handling Owen Farrell it's wonderful. So he's got the ball underneath, like tucked underneath next to sideline. Owen Farrell's trying to, you know, grab him, and he's just got his hand in Owen Farrell's chest, like he's a small boy, keep like keeping him at bay, <laughs> and then <laughs> offloads it. I don't know where the offload goes. It's probably goes. Oh, goes I floor. think I know the clip. Yeah, surgical clip. No,
1: he's a smooth <laughs> player. He's a smooth player. But um,
2: there's there also some madness in this game. Do you remember? Did you see? The one where John where, where Dante just throws it in the air for no particular reason, so uh, yeah it's an incredible not
3: the one play. that led to the, the try not the one that led to the it, it, just, no that was a like a massive o- upwards fumble
2: no it didn't it led to a kick in goal right so what happened was I think Dylan Lades regathers the ball from a kick it 's an incredible catch, and he 's absolutely belting it down the wing off goes Distributes the ball The ball goes all the way To the other end, end, end of the field But for whatever reason it was Is it Kerbalo? Yeah. Yeah. yeah He just starts walking Like he can see the ball He's walking And as he's walking Towards the breakdown With no urgency Toulouse reset So then he, he Finally gets the breakdown Swings it out to um, Skelton Who you think oh Skelton's obviously going to take the game Which he doesn't He pulls it back to Hastoy And Hastoy's got lads around like, Toulouse lads around him Everywhere now so he sort of shovels it off to Dante. Dante tries to shovel it off, don't know where, just throws this torpedo pass right in the air. Someone catches it and then, they, uh, and then they Nearly score Absolute madness But okay. uh, it was a great fight i tell you what was Absolute madness Was
1: the celebrations afterwards the, right, So I've had a little look There was a little video of Any ski mask. The Toulouse I, d- uh, I haven't seen pictures I've Of ski masks i not seen that yet No I yeah. haven't seen that I'll tell you what I have seen though I've seen the Toulouse players All jumping in the bath One by one Yeah. It looks like it's a Tradition the way they do it So it was a massive bath it was, a, it was amazing actually So it's like marble wall I don't know if it's. At the, I assume it's at the Stade de France.
2: Well, I don't think they they, they drove straight to the marble baths in. Yeah, Toulouse. exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's
1: a big marble bath. So it's um it's three sided, steps in, and it's floor mar- to ceiling. That's what you Broughton Park marble walls with this b- big bath with the bubbles in it, and the players are all jumping in one by one, cheering each other in, so and, the, Brought- and then they go in with the Brennas trophy.
2: So the Broughton Park baths, I never saw them. But they're a thing of legend, and back in the day, the Broughton Park baths were so deep, yeah, you know, basically neck high. Yeah, <laughs> St- stood up, yeah, stood up, like it, it, apparently they were absolutely amazing, so just another thing isn't it, like which France still has, which has been taken away from us yeah. baths there's a few big men, baths, baths, aggression, a decent league you know
1: um so yeah, and then, so they went to so the bus they did they had all the stuff with the Brenas trophy i'm sure I'm sure we'll see uh, am I saying that right anyway, I'm no idea uh, anyway. I, know. I know what you mean anyway i'm I'm sure we'll um see pictures of uh R- Roman and Tamak um uh, what's it called? Weight wakeboarding uh, weightboarding d- on right? it. Yeah. Or, or like well, doing that thing where you push it along the, the edge. What's that called where you just jump on it as it's skimming? Uh, oh, I don't know, whatever it's called. No, that is weightboarding, isn't it? No, weightboarding's out like it has been towed, isn't it, way yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, whatever he did, he, can't he can't do... skimmed it along the, the, the shore at Toulouse and then jumped on it and surfed on it.
2: Well, it might be a good idea to remind our listeners why you're saying this, because it is tradition to deface a replica of the trophy. Yeah. Or is it the trophy itself? I think it's a replica. I'm not sure. But you get.
3: Good question. Yeah, never. I'd never thought of that. I think it's a replica. It may well be a replica, yeah. That would make a lot of sense because it was on some of those videos from a few years ago, it was getting seriously (laughs) manhandled.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, things like they play bowling with it, but like with players, how would you deface the trophy?
1: I. Oh, that's a great question.
3: Pneumatic drill. (laughs) Wood chipper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've got to kind of. You can't go too far with it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was trying to think about how you could incorporate it into a CrossFit move, JB. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'd have, you'd, trophy jumps. <laughs> you'd sit it on the top. It'd be the extra inch uh, on top of the box for your exactly. box jump. <laughs> no idea i've oh, no idea um but that then the the bus went into toulouse with with the players on the open top bus thing and guess what songs they played i love the fact it's france and there's still a universal repertoire of tunes that you play for this sort of occasion we are the champions yes they played. Uh, they played we are the champions by queen and everyone sang along they played another another song which some people would hate that was played oh is it a gary glitter one
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was not a Gary Glitter one. Uh, two little boys. Oh, uh, Kelly! Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Rocker>. No, <laughs> <some> Gary Puckett. <laughs> and you, you got, young girl. <laughs> some people would hate it because it's overplayed. Oh, right, at sporting events these days in recent years. Far, I mean, I it, it, it <laughs> is overplayed. Sweet Caroline. Oh, oh my God! They played that. Oh my God! I thought yes. Toulouse would have better, cl- have yeah, more class than that. Yeah. Why is that so
3: ubiquitous? The, the chorus where everyone's Because everyone knows it and everyone's like, them, It was
1: the England footballers Late to the party Like it had been a thing for years And then England, fo- the England footballers Were like Oh yeah we've got this new d-. It was almost like Come on lads <laughs> <Is that what laughs> Mind it is? you it's better than what they listen to In the dressing room to be fair Even that is That's <laughs> well, death um, of culture now Tim So
2: You know the theory about the death of culture
1: Yeah there is nothing new There
2: is nothing new Yeah So like we'll be listening to the same music As our kids And their kids and their kids So Even football music is You know Ostensibly just become really mundane.
1: Yeah, and they also uh, played Freed from Desire by Gala. Wow. No, it's Gala. It is Gala. Freed You're from right. Desire. Um, yeah.
2: Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was written about the Northern Irish striker. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, what was the Will, guy's name? Will, Will Griggs. Will, Grigg. Will, Grigg. Will Griggs on fire. That's, yeah, the, one. Yeah, That's yeah. the one. And then
3: it's been bastardised by every team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I did, did, did see, I did see in
3: the celebrations um, a certain Mr. Emmanuel Macron yeah. having a long have a word with him. Of... I mean,
1: as as still, the world record holder for Downing Pint, <laughs> yes. that, which is true. If you need yeah. to the podcast, yeah. that's absolutely true. Look it up on the Guinness Book of World Records website on there. Um, Emmanuel Macron, not only is he buffalo, mm-hmm. right hand drinking, that is a shocking... <laughs> I mean, I know it's harder to drink out of a bottle, but that's that's poor. I mean, like, you've got to commend the effort and the commitment to finish it, but <laughs> yeah. I'd have done it for right-hand drinking and for no, no EG afterwards.
2: Do you know who Emmanuel Macron's best man was in his wedding? And, and how, old? Uh, was how it, old? Was it his, his uh, wife's son? No, it
3: his wife wasn't. Was, his wife was his teacher, wasn't she? She yes. was like thirty years. You're since.
1: joking. You don't know that. Have you like, never seen so... that? I've Mrs. seen her, but it... I know she's older. But no. that teacher. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So, so yes. let's just let's just talk about one of my favorite. What? Let's just, <laughs> so let's Macron just... got groomed. Well,
2: let, let's just talk about one of my favorite topics, which is um, uh, French presidential spa- spouses. <laughs> so like Sarkozy has got unbelievable taste in in ladies. And I'm not saying Sarkozy doesn't. But there the, a,
1: the late Berlusconi the late, uh, you call, you what a character
2: station. yeah well,
1: uh, well I, t- I tell you what um, would you have gone if, if you'd been invited to a bunga bunga party would you yes. have gone yes <laughs> yes. It's, I mean
2: it's hard to
1: really find me someone who wouldn't yeah. find,
2: find me find me find me one other podcaster <laughs> I wouldn't every one of those neck beards would have been led there by, by the collar they, they'd have loved it anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name who was the socialist who got in can't remember his name now. The last uh, one. The really boring one. Hollande. Hollande. Hollande yeah. So he was obviously caught... He was married to Siglin Royale, but then was caught having an affair with... I think... Was it one of his... <laughs> I think it was one of his um, cabinet ministers? I think. So everyone in France has got a really... Every French president has got a really interesting, interesting sex life. Back to Macron. His best man... When he got married, I think was aged 75. <laughs> he is a weird bloke. What is his story then? Um, he was an were... investment banker. Married yeah. his, his ex-teacher. Somehow started up a party called on 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 March. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, he yeah, he, st- he started the party, yeah. yeah out of he, he started it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, um, he wasn't installed there. Um, <laughs> no, and um, he, totally he isn't bought and paid for by no, anyone. Totally him, totally him. But
2: weirdly, his best man was like 75. Hmm. I'm going to have to look this the up whole, the,
3: the whole thing is
1: That's bizarre
3: It's a bit weird Like there was a little part of me When I was watching him Drink that Thinking Of course he's drinking so slow Lizards don't have the necessary muscles <laughs> to,
2: <laughs> to
1: swallow Where's that volume of his b- beer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> alcohol Turning it out lick, Licking his beer Weird guy <laughs> Um <laughs> Right, so uh, I think that's yeah, Yeah, I
1: think we've wrapped that up. But Congratulations, Toulouse. Congratulations, <laughs> Toulouse, and to France yes. on, on leading the way in rugby. And it would be a great story if they win the World Cup in October.
3: It would be. That is a I mean,
1: monumental challenge. I did
3: think, well, I did watch this game thinking, obviously, Toulouse won, and it was, it was 50-50, or maybe La Rochelle should have won it. But I couldn't help but walking away from that thinking... Leinster messed up big time I mean they hammered to lose Like comfortably And they were 21 points to nil Up against La Rochelle They they choked so Monumentally badly in that final It's unbelievable It really was Leinster's loss
1: That final Yeah, True uh, You mentioned the Heineken Cup earlier And you were just mm. talking about the final there It's not the Heineken Cup anymore yeah, that's that is interesting. You mentioned that to me just before we came on air. Twenty eight years they've been title sponsor. Well, they had. A, well, the, there was a little window they, where they, there was, so they, they and were. There was. They were still the t- European Champions Cup. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: So just on um, on Macron's best man, his name is Henry Hermand. Uh He was born eleventh of July, nineteen twenty four. He died in ni- in twenty sixteen, aged ninety two. Wow. That was, that was his best man. So he's he's
3: basically 50 years older than That
2: is the guy who he spent his formative years drinking with and and told embarrassing stories about when they went to Ibiza or uh, or whatever it was. He's about the same age as his wife. Yeah, and then related people, my favourite, Carla Bruni's come up. So if I go quiet for a little while, it's because I'm scrolling through his pictures.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah, so Heineken Cup, there was a period... There was. um, ...when they restructured about 10 years ago for a few years when... I think I think I'm right in saying that Heineken was still the top sponsor yes. for that period of time, but they were not the title sponsor. Correct, that,
1: which is I think what's gonna happen. They're stepping back from being title sponsor, they'll still be involved. And the problem I guess is, and this is what this is what the Champions Cup found last time, is because it had only ever been sponsored by Heineken, people think of it as the Heineken Cup. No yeah. title sponsor wants to part with their cash for something which is known by another brand. Yeah. Yes. One, and, one of the issues with naming your stadium after a company. Yeah, yeah, uh, after and, a company And Heineken, they don't need to be the title sponsor. They can, have,
3: they can have it on, say, for three years as title sponsor, and then five years not, save yeah. that extra
2: few million pounds, yeah. and that's, everyone will still call it the Heineken Cup. Yeah. Well, I, it strikes me that alcohol companies are having a bit of a tough time, though, with, with sponsorship. Because, I don't know if you've noticed this, all the sponsorship now is about their zero-rated alcohol pr- products. They are pushing that quite no, heavily. Whether yeah. that is just a pure marketing decision, it's I, like okay. Well. I
1: think it's a big part of the part. I understand what you're saying that it's more. Um, it's acceptable. It's, it's more acceptable, acceptable face of drinking. But I do think it's a, a factor, and this, I mean, I was having this chat in the pub with uh, with some mates the other night. Um, the kids aren't drinking. No, they're not. Like I, we were chatting, right? So we, it was it was the coaches from our under what will be now under sixteens, and I was like. I was a bit surprised at our tour that happened at the end of the season this year. I was like, by age 15, I wasn't, I'm, I'm happy that they're, uh, whatever they want to do is fine. But I was, there was, as far as we were aware, there was no drinking amongst those lads. Crazy. When I was 15 and on tour. There was loads of drinking. That was the whole point of it. <laughs> yeah. But here's a question we were so for so excited you. as well. Yeah.
2: At that age. Well, here's a question for you, right? And I wonder. Obviously drink responsibly. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if this is, I don't know, but, but well, that's my own. With kids not drinking So what the RFU used to say uh, With some justification Is that The hardest time To keep hold of players is between 16 and 18 When they discovered girls Alcohol and going out Now these boys Are going to discover girls Regardless That's great Although Actually some of the other Evidence suggests That they might not But um (laughs) You know They Right Yeah Changes happen But if you remove The alcohol from them I wonder if the retention Will stay high when if they're not drinking, will they stay in is the game? Well, I don't know if it's thing. being
1: removed. I think it's voluntarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. if you remove yeah. that element, yeah.
2: Yeah. voluntarily yeah, or, or otherwise, yeah. will they stay in the game longer? Yeah. Or will they drift? Because one of the beauties of the rugby club was that's where you could get a beer and not be judged. It was a, uni- yeah, a unifying factor, wasn't yeah. it? Hmm. hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how it all, all pans out. Well, like
1: this summer, that, that when I was aged... Fifteen going into year eleven, year ten into year eleven, which is what my my son is at the minute, just finishing year ten. That summer, I remember that I was it was down the park, yeah, with your ready with your ready mix bottle. How is? <laughs> is
2: that a GCSE age? Uh,
1: he, he's he's doing first year GCSE. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: This, but, but it was this. This was the year when it was suddenly. It just starts. You wanted to. Go, I wanted to go to the park with a ready mixed bottle so I could drink enough to have enough courage to go and cop off. <laughs> with someone. basically, that was it. <laughs> yeah. That was and it. training isn't high
2: on your agenda at that point. <laughs> no. Right. So. What do oh. Uh, so. So, so, so.
1: Can Phil? So following on from Heineken Cup, Phil. Uh, right. We haven't actually had a discussion on this, but from the little chat we had in JB's kitchen, uh, you are positive about the new format, and I raise my eyebrows at that. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be willing, open-minded, and willing to be convinced. Can you explain the new format of the European Champions Cup next season succinctly enough that <laughs> I will understand it and uh, will be positive about it? So Probably not. I think. Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't. I mean, the other one was difficult to understand. I thought this would be easier to understand, but I don't know what it is. But fact, you don't think that. I'll be interested to see what I actually do think of this. Yeah, but you do like it, Phil.
3: Well, to say so, you, I did say relatively. I did, yeah, right. I, I think I think it's an improvement. Let's say that because two enormous pools where no one knows what's going on. Two pools of twelve, eight go through. And,
1: yeah, you don't know it, mm. who plays who. Not sure.
3: Yeah, a, a bit irrelevant now. So they've they've kind of solved that problem, but there are four pools of six each. Correct. The other problem where you were playing teams, you weren't necessarily playing the same teams, and your games against those teams were kind of irrelevant, unlike the previous iterations where all the head-to-heads matter, that is still an issue because within your pool, so there'll be two from each league in the pool. So <laughs> let's, let's take a step back. Four pools right. There are there are only two blocks of seeding There are four teams that are t- t- tier one seeds Those are the three winners of the domestic leagues Plus the winner of the uh, Champions Cup Correct. Which means it is Saracens, uh, Munster, Toulouse and La Rochelle right. Had La Rochelle won both Leinster as the beaten finalists of um, Europe yeah. Would have got that um, okay. final spot So they are the headline acts in the four pools. Then... Open draw, other than that. Open draw, except for you can only have two from each league in each pool. So you will always have two premiership, two top 14, and two URC. So
1: far, so good. So you could have Munster... A Leinster, Leinster in the same pool. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. But yeah. Because they're all ranked the same. So okay. Right. So so, so so far it's great. So far so good. Okay. But I mean, then, then <laughs> it's it's at this point. So, yeah, is where I go. It just rapidly goes. I can't hill. wait to
2: see what this twist is.
1: Go so on.
3: so all, yeah, exactly. That's all that they've simplified. The, they've, they've made the pool structure cleaner, um, and yeah, it's it's all, all okay to understand now you never play a game against anyone from your oh, same competition correct so right. and you you will play two home and two away games so there's only four games in the pool stages and four games in the knockout stages meaning eight rounds um so there's last 16 quarter semi and final all of which are single single games um but the four games you play in your pool you will play them against uh Teams from the other competition, so if you're a English Premiership team, you'll play two games against URC competition and two games against top fourteen competition. Yep. But you play four different teams. Yeah. So there's there's limited links and that's
1: no think, home and away.
3: Yeah, it's not you don't play so like Ulster, for example, won't play La Rochelle or Claremont home and away.
2: So you don't play anyone in your own pool?
1: Uh, no, you Correct. do. Uh no, no, you don't play anyone in your own pool.
2: No, no in your own league, from your
3: own uh, no,
1: league. Yeah, so, so, no, no, in your own pool. It must be from
2: your own pool, right?
3: No, you you know, no,
1: I, I, I understand pool. that you play four teams from different pools and from different competitions. Is yeah, Is that
0: that's
2: right? how I understand this, because Leinster and Munster couldn't be in the same group.
3: Yeah, but then there's four other teams in their pool. How many so teams? six six teams. there's twenty four teams.
1: Oh right, yes, uh, correct, correct. Right. And, yeah, yeah, correct. It. And this is this is where the issue is now. Suddenly, if you are Munster, you are desperate for Leinster to yeah, be in your yeah. pool because they'll 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 beat the teams that you're competing with them against.
3: Yes. Yeah, and they won't beat you.
1: And they won't beat they you because you don't play you. them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, so ups so, was so, downsides. So. But that's. I think that's okay because. I'm, it's not actually explicit about this. They, they're clear that there'll be no matches between clubs from the same league. This this is on EPRC's website. Yes, PRC you, I, I think you're right. It is website.
1: You play the four. Te- you play but the you four play teams. You play the two top four. So if it's a Premiership club, you play the two top fourteen and two URC teams in your pool. In your pool. One away, one home, for each. Yes. Or yeah. two two home games, two away games. Now what I don't get is whether there will be. It didn't. Uh,
3: unless I've missed it, it didn't say that within that enormous Tier 2, so you've got 24 teams, four of them are in Tier 1, 20 of them are in Tier 2.
1: Yeah, that is the case. It didn't
3: say whether the Tier 2 is then ranked. So, the... It's open draw. So, Leinster have precisely the same weighting as... whoever the Saracens. uh, They do have the same weighting as Saracens, but they they, have the same weighting weighting as as Gloucester. Or who who in in
1: the URC that would have snuck in... um, Maybe one of the Cardiff Cardiff or Ospreys or one of of those teams. So,
2: the reason I say that is because... I guess you're thinking of it in terms of they've got the same ranking Cardiff. As, as... Cardiff. It's Cardiff, right? Yeah. But actually, the more dangerous scenario for them is having the same ranking as... or having no ranking, because they would have had the same ranking as Saracens, and now they could end up with the pool. Munster, Leinster, Saracens... I don't know, throw in...
1: But, but Munster are delighted if they're, if they're in a pool with, like I say, with Leinster, because there's a good chance they think, well, there's a fair chance Leinster but might beat Leinster, Saracens. Yeah, so. but if
2: Leinster were in there in the past, and they were weighted... Yeah. Would mean that you get less of competition, yeah. but you could end up with, um, I don't know, uh, Racing 92. Racing, it could be a pool Bordeaux, of absolute death,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you could end up playing other than. So <coughs> La Rochelle, Stad Toulouse, Munster, and Saracens can't be in the same pool, but then you could have. So you could get La Rochelle, then Racing 92, or Bordeaux go into that pool, and. Um, you could have, say, Stormers and Munster, or Leinster and Munster, is it? So, um, who's the lowest from Bath and Bristol could end up playing La Rochelle, Bordeaux, let's say, doesn't, doesn't really matter, pick any of those French teams, and then go away to Leinster and go um, away to the Stormers, or all go to Munster. Like, it could be, there's certain teams who could get absolutely screwed Do you know, by this.
2: I, I, I actually think, if you're taking, how many from each league, eight is it? It is and that's, mean, That is another that The fact that Farce The fact that It is and isn't isn't right So it is. Let me just run Something past you Okay, So say Just imagine that There's no salary cap It's promotion relegation I would say it's a farce But with the premiership With it's cap And it's meant to be Quite even competition The top eight Should be relatively close So I don't think There's going to be A huge difference Between sell sharks Who are the second best team In England mm-hmm. And the sixth best team in England. I just don't think There's going to be And certainly there's not Going to be much difference Between the third best team In England And the eighth best team so, I think it limits your top end. Maybe you've got two teams in the Premiership that might be semi-competitive. Actually, all the way down to, I'd say, 10th probably in the Premiership is going to be a reasonably similar standard. So, I don't have a huge issue with that as such. But when if you're comparing
3: within the Premiership, yes, take that point. However, But then yes. when they go to play in France or the top... They're going to get smashed. The top Irish or South African teams... They're going to get smashed. Yeah. They're going to absolutely ruined. So, there will be... A good chunk, as there always is, a good chunk of dead rubber games. Because as soon as you lost the first two games, it's over.
2: Yeah, the Premiership this this year is going to be the sick man of, of Europe because mm. the toll it's going to take on these Premiership teams. Like, I remember watching well, Sale.
1: There will be fewer games, don't forget.
2: Yes, this is true. But even so, I remember the toll it took on Sale. So Sale would yeah, finish yeah. fifth, and they'd have like I don't know, I'm making up the games They'd have Leicester, and they put out their strongest team in the league. So always wanting to do well in the league. And then Toulon show up, or Clermont. The, uh, Clermont, Yeah, and they did try. There, there
1: is only eighteen league games now, though, and eighteen and twenty two 22, yeah. 22 games. That's a good in number total. Is it's
3: it, all right. Yeah. that is uh, one of the positives
2: of the terrible situation. Is that's maybe about the right amount of rugby. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, well, it's not <coughs> much. It's still too much. It's too much by about four four games. But we're trending in the right direction.
1: But here's the, here's the thing. The Constant tinkering with the competition, and I, I look at this format and think this this isn't going to be the format that goes forward. For well, okay, so it depends how, how they've arrived at this. The way they've arrived at this is all wrong. They haven't gone. We've got the premier club competition in the world. What is the best way to? showcase the great teams and the great competitions and the rivalry and create a spectacle for fans in the stadiums for people watching on tv and uh, great matches they haven't gone that's the objective how do we do it they've gone we've decided how many rounds we want now we have to crowbar a format yeah. that fits that and it's just the wrong way around and, it- and you it's just they've gone we want eight eight game rounds we want eight match rounds uh, for whatever reason, and that's how they've arrived. So, all these various different formats which they've tried, which are all inferior to the traditional format, which had its limitations. There were the occasional dead rubber sometimes in round six and five. I get that. Yeah. But generally, those, um, was it six pulls of four? It
3: was six pools of four,
1: home and away. Home so and away, six, six pool games. You have that camaraderie between some clubs. You can look forward and go, "Oh, brilliant! We're we're uh, we're going away to Toulouse, and then we get to welcome their fans back to us." And
2: yeah, you're absolutely right. So, uh, to back you up here, I don't watch UK Super League. With it's not UK Super League; it's UK and France. Um, mm-hmm. Just let's call it Super League. With uh, I don't pay much attention to it. I do love to watch a game And when I do watch a game I can pull up a league table And say they are there And, he- and these, and, and this team-, team is here And therefore I know roughly Where these two teams are When they play As yeah. someone who dips in and out You can't do that with, the- with-, with this European Cup You have no idea You've just got to sort of guess Well they're going to play These guys I don't know what the permutations are Because I'm not a mathematical genius I have no interest in finding out I'm just watching this game And I have
1: no idea What the actual meaning of it is I quite enjoyed that round six. Thing. Do you remember when you used to have used to have to have Like uh, we, That's what we had Phil for <laughs> <Realm> <laughs> The only six. reason e- I'm here Explain Explain how What the different permutations are And how <laughs> this team can go through And what happens if they win And they lose <laughs> I loved all that Yeah I
2: don't I mind that Because I, I guess When you're like, invested And It's a second was It was second Place team in each pool Goes through like, that is exciting then, that is exciting.
3: Or it wasn't even second place in each pool, because the numbers, no. it was like the... Two runners up. Top, yeah, it was only the top two in that. Well,
1: and, and here's the other thing. In this pool stage, four teams go through to the quarterfinals in each pool. Yeah. Four to, out of six. Fit in the round of... Ooh. So the round of
3: 16, you might it's, have... it's good in theory, and it gets more rugby, but... Because of the way you weight it, it's basically just all home wins almost all the time. Yeah. And th- now you do uh, didn't th- maybe Ulster found out in the last couple of years. I'm just trying to think back where they got. Was it last season where they got the sec- second top ranking? And was it
1: 92? Oh It, it was all, because of uh, it was because of COVID uh, defeats. Oh. They ended up getting to lose. Yeah, lose. I, oh, I was. I worked that game. I was yeah. home and yeah. away. Home yeah. and they, yeah. beat, beat, him they away. beat them away. They beat them away. and then Depont in the
3: last minute. Yeah, that was That's it. heartbreaking. Thank you cuz they I think they won all four games in the yeah. pool stages as well, yeah. which is brilliant and the thanks that you get for in all four games to lose. Cheers boys. Yeah,
1: thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what, I, I, do, I I do agree and I will take it back. It is an improvement, but like I say, they are they are not the, the they should start with we want to make the best p- competition we can not it? we have this we want this many game rounds.
2: Is it? Do you think not game rounds but total games one for the broadcaster so you know how many games can we get and also
1: I think it's weekends
2: yeah well no not just week, no. I don't think it is necessarily that simple because I know how much a game weekend brings in money for those teams so if it's like a straight knockout which I would love actually yeah, a yeah. brutal straight knockout but, you'd probably have the same weekends but you just wouldn't have as many fingers in pies you know, for well, four or five weeks loads of teams would be not be guaranteed a single home like half
3: the teams would not be guaranteed a single home game yeah yeah or, uh, could, yeah, no, Depend on if you win away your... I'll tell you
2: what, though, the biggest success the Heineken Cup has had in recent years changing its format with the two-legged games. I never thought two-legged rugby yeah. would work, but my God, that was exciting.
3: That, um, <laughs> heartbreaking for an Ulster fan, the one that we've just recalled, Yeah, but that was a, a hell of a pair of games. Well,
1: it was... Because it was done with seedings and home-and-away games and going through... It was like you didn't, you you couldn't be sure who, who you were going to play. If it were a straight knockout, even two-legged, and you just started with the best sixteen teams. Yeah, that'd be so exciting. Home and away uh, round of sixteen, home and away quarterfinal, home and away if semifinal. You can manipulate that really easily, final, Yeah, you can, and then right. you get ga- then you're guaranteed a home game, and you could have the draw yeah. made like like the tennis ladder yeah. for for the Grand Slam Man. tournaments, where you you basically all the hotels could be booked. For, for the different I eventualities saying, yeah. and whichever way it goes and people could... So I I,
2: I actually think that it might be more exciting to just have a completely open draw and, rather than a seeded draw.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you've yeah. said a seed
2: draw like Wimbledon.
1: No, um, no, no, well, no I, wasn't, I wasn't necessarily saying the seed draw. I said one of the issues with the seedings were you could win, but depending on who else got through would affect whether you were home, whether you were away, I, who you yeah, were playing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like a purely open draw would be great. Yeah. Because I think that teams pay a lot of attention to teams they think they're going to see in the future
0: mm. and
2: they pay no attention to say I mean if you didn't know imagine how little analysis you could do if you did not know who you're going to play in two weeks time or three weeks time mm. it could be Gloucester it could be Russing I mean, that's exciting and you have a little, like a little draw and it could be it could be Russing to lose in the opening round
1: well, the other element is that would make it a really cool way to because one of the things we talked about is maybe having a, a part of a global season a block of like they do with Super Rugby just to have that as a block and then you go on to yep. the yeah. Heineken Cup. But actually, it would make it a quite a cool format, a straight knockout, maybe even home and away. So you know that there's two weeks, and then another six weeks' time, it's the next round, two weeks. I could be Another so six weeks, you've got the next two... The
2: rugby's got to think of something, hasn't it? Because, you know, it's not doing particularly well, particularly in England now. So got to think of something, and I think something like this would be great.
3: So this... The only problem with things like that is, this does... Guarantee every team gets two home games, which is yeah, but between it'll be somewhere between half a million and a million pounds of, of income just from those two home games. So, if you don't guarantee that, if a load of teams don't get a single home game, it doesn't work. You've got to have a, t- a format that gets you that chunk of revenue. And
2: that's what I meant by is this just engineered to get those?
3: Oh, yeah, that, that is yeah. that it, it, it and it, it has to be, unfortunately. Like the, the, these clubs are not they do not have the luxury. Of saying we'll have the most exciting format, regardless of whether we get well, our French, two cl- home French games. clubs probably
1: do. They could probably go. We well, well, we'd some, like some it. Some might but do. We'll, we'll manage yeah, it Premiership but, clubs but, who only have nine home games now. But yes. more of the
2: things that. where is what is the power of the league? So I think if the Premiership was as lucrative and as powerful as the top 14, and they went out, well, that's fine. You know, we'll focus on on um, on, on the league. So yeah, mm. I think you're right with the French clubs. They can and they and say, well, yeah, and look cool. at like
3: the FA. Look at the FA Cup. Um, you can just like the big teams don't come until the fifth round to get money to all the the smaller teams, and then it is just a, a straight knockout third, third round but yeah. oh sorry third round yeah, yeah. But, but then it is just yeah. a, it's just a straight knockout, like, they, those clubs, the, the top 40 teams in England in the Premier League and Wales, um, don't need that that revenue mm. It's just something nice for the fans to create a spectacle. Yeah.
2: Whereas rugby are not They're categorically not yeah. in that position And maybe, maybe that's why they're in the In this problem Let's
1: talk about where players are going The, the London Irish carcass That's being uh, feasted on yeah. <laughs> Sorry to put it in those terms I don't feel good about saying that But um, yeah.
2: yeah Gallows humour and all Do you that know, It is a situation where You should be excited for these moves But actually you're just sort of sad So I Tom Pearson moves to Northampton. Fair play, great signing. I'm really excited to see Northampton next year with this reinvigorated squad. They've got uh, Chun- uh, how to say his name? Munger. Uh, ch- uh Chunga. It's definitely Munga surname, isn't
1: it? It is. Uh, I want to say Chun- Chunya Munga. Chunya Munga, that's got, it. I think he's a great player. We've got Pearson. They've got another lad. So Law's blind side, Pearson open side, Ludlamate. Woohoo yeah. Just writing like Now up. we're talking. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're going to be That is
2: exciting. But it's also quite sad. It is. Because they're yeah, not, it really is. Like, they're not come here because Northampton are, are building something special and, you know, they're just, you know, really ambitious. They're coming because they need jobs. They need yeah. Yeah, they need, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
3: and there will be, um, like, Tom Pearson's next contract, he should be lining up a massive contract. Yeah. And it will be whoever's got left the salary cap to offer him uh, a it, fraction of what he's worth Yeah and it's
1: a bit like Bath the, or was worth The, the unknown that w- we'll, we'll never know Whether Johan van Graan Was actually good And improved Bath Or whether he was just Really lucky that Worcester and Wasps Went bust <laughs> Yeah Ooh. Because
2: he picked up Some bloody good players yeah. yeah So you've just got These great players Scratching around now For whoever's got room In the salary cap Now I hope Tom Pearson's Been paid well I'm sure he'll be paid adequately But it can't be What he was worth Because he's one of the most promising prospects in all of English rugby. Well,
1: I mean, if you were smart, then you would have anticipated the the potential of this. It's been talked about long enough. We've got recent... uh...
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
1: Recent experience of it with Wasp from Worcester, as I mm-hmm. mentioned, and I think there would be a, a, a few clubs who might have thought it's probably worth keeping a little bit in our cap just to sign yeah, in case someone yeah. goes pop. And I reckon, so I'm sure you're right. Tom, you're right, Tom Pearson might be being paid what he's worth. I'm, I'm yeah, I think there's a reasonable chance of that. Um, that is a very good point. And Ben Arjanzi van Rensburg to Bristol, that's a good signing, it is a good signing, a really unfortunate because. Uh, didn't even know him Before he went to the Irish To be honest No
2: and yep. uh, Also unfortunate Because I was really enjoying James Will James Williams In the twelve shirt for Bristol So he's going to have Some competition now uh, Some big competition
1: Well him and Ravuvu The Fiji, young Fijian player Coming Ooh. from Drua Yeah That's a pretty tasty Looking centre partnership That
3: yeah. And Williams And Piers Francis They've got They're nicely stacked In that um, Midfield Don't worry uh, Pat, Pat, Pat Lamb will sort it out Pat <laughs> Lam's a great equaliser When it comes to these things <laughs> Um, I, I think that's a really nice signing. Harry
1: Arundel, off to Racing. Racing ninety two. It looks like because he he qualifies as a GIF player because mm. he's nineteen.
2: So uh, Arundel and Christian Wade in the same back backline. Yep. We never thought we'd see that, but we will. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: that's exciting. I, again, Stuart Lancaster, look at what he's done for a load of young Irish players. I'm I'm um, I'd be I, really I happy if know, he's got is, Henry Arundel under his watch. Uh,
2: this is one of the, this is going <laughs> to be one of the most fascinating storylines. Is Stuart Lancaster The guy he says he is Or the guy No actually He probably is the guy He says oh, oh, he is Oh no his,
1: his development credentials Are beyond question
2: Well okay I think he's probably The guy he says he is Is he the guy That we, that we think he is I think When it comes to it The cut and thrust Of the top 14 He's going to He's going to flounder
1: Oh, I, I'm not talking about how we'll get on at Racing generally. I'm talking about the fact—the one thing you cannot question, Stuart Lancaster, on, on, is his ability to, to develop your, to to get the best out of young with, players. With the greatest of respect, of course. Ask Dan Sheehan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would just ask this: What is he there for? Because if he's oh, there, no, as, no, no,
1: I'm not. I'm, I'm not questioning if that. He's there I'm as, not, as that, academy
2: coach. I'm no, all no, for no. it.
1: That, that's a different question altogether. I'm not saying. I, I'm not. I, I, you may or may not be right on that. I'm just saying. As an England fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. having a 19-year-old poten- potential star, and if if Marcus Smith goes there as well, having a 23-year-old or whatever it is, 22, yeah, I mean, I year think old. I think it's credentials... I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Have, I've
2: been a school coach, about as useful in this case. As his credentials well, at knitting, ask, ask like, you know, He might be a f- phenomenal. Ask Caelan Doris I, I, Ask Dan I, Sheehan. Well, I mean, if Dan arguably
1: Sheehan, the two best players in their position in the world. If Dan Sheehan can just
2: show me his medal. That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> Six Nations. Uh, not Stuart Lancaster.
3: <laughs> well, just, oh, no, Stuart, no, Stuart Lancaster helped him come through, as did many other people, though.
2: Yeah. As, awesome. yeah. 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 I just, I, I'm looking forward to it. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I, it yeah. might work. and I hope it does work. I hope. The Russing do awesome With With all those English lads uh, Whether it be Marcus Smith Whether it be Arundel Whether it be Wade And actually Lancaster too But I've just got his feeling That he's not who <coughs> we think he is He's very very good at certain things And maybe the sharp edge of competitive rugby Is not him The
3: other one from London Irish Is Paddy Jackson Paddy Jackson So Leon Leon is Nice move uh, Yeah Good move uh, Heavily rumoured Although I don't think formally Yeah because
1: uh, Lima Sopawanga Was the fly half there And he's gone So, so-, 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 so- mm they're such a strange team
2: because if you look at them, they're just like they don't feel like there's any coherence to how they build it. It's just names, names, and money, and names and money, but they don't seem to have any sort of identity. And I think that might be a product of the fact that they've, well, they've come up from Prodeur. That this iteration of the team is the only iteration of the team never to get relegated back to Prodeur. So prior to this, they, they'd been in.
3: They finished third last year as yeah, well. Yeah, so they've been yeah. in,
2: they've been top fourteen before, mm-hmm. but every year they got relegated. Yeah. So this is the first team to stay in, in top 14 For about four years now, yeah. five years now yeah. But I, I, it's kind of, do you know when, do you know when Exeter came up here into Premiership They had an enormous squad, because the guys who got them in there yeah, And yeah. then they kept on supplementing And they're sort of, I think they're on a, the other end of that now Where they sort of got rid of all the guys who've got them there And are sort of trying to make this team Well, if, so it's quite interesting
3: If they are on that Exeter trajectory then this is kind of about year five when Exeter started breaking into the top four. Which, if it's, they're going to follow the Exeter model, it bodes well for the next, say, five years, and then everything will fall off a cliff. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Until Baxter, until Baxter corrects so the ship. Eventually. I was looking at
1: my hopeful touch words that it all comes off, but I'm looking at my I, likely itinerary for France, mm. and it will involve. Lyon being a base for I know it's like quite an industrial town
2: what it's like
1: the French capital for cuisine no it's, no, it's cool no no, it's yeah. cool I'm, jazz, I'm very happy and food so I think basically Michelin fir- Sade restaurants. The, the, first, the first week so ten- people are never happy are they no no no, no. <laughs> the first 10 days is Marseille why do you hate Lyon Mar- uh. Marseille I'm having to spend a lot of time in Marseille oh no oh, oh no uh, so Marseille and Nice The first 10 like, days I'd walk to Lyon If I
2: found myself in Marseille I'd walk to
1: Lyon And then and then, and then Lyon as my base For the next two weeks Before then it'd be in Paris And Leon. Do you have any idea I'd...
2: Who you're wa- I'm, I'm assuming it's England
1: uh, England um, The home unions But yeah England England in Marseille That game against Argentina To start Yep And then it's The next day It's um, Wales uh, Scotland Scotland I No Scotland. I think South, South Africa, Scotland. South, South Africa. Africa, Scotland, that's it. Did you hear what Warren Gatlin said? This, this he week. wouldn't have taken the job had he known all this. <laughs> I mean, that's a statement of the half, isn't yeah. it? But it's also,
3: I mean, it, it's, a, it's a terrible statement, terrible look for the players, yeah. the union, and for Warren Gatland. But it's also, there's two things that jump out at me. One, do some research, but. You were there only, like, three years ago. <laughs> yeah. like, the reason you there there is because you know stuff. It's not fundamentally changed in the last three years from the preceding 12 years that you yeah. were there. Yeah, he's had a shocker there, hasn't he? It's a ho- horrible, horrible statement. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm trying to bail him out. There's Come no way. There is no charitable um, way of framing that. At the,
1: uh, yeah, and for, uh, one of the greatest coaches in rugby ever. Yeah, yeah there's no question and i don't think the, the next year or two will will change that m- massively but it's it it, it it could mean that his career fizzles right out yes he missed out on the all blacks job which he really wanted and then it could be it's it's a bit like a balloon just with a little yeah. little, a little hole in it just slowly, slowly but inevitably going down. going down
3: yeah yeah and the the chiefs after he has left well, they're in the Super Rugby final. Played best team in the league this year, um, and a couple of years ago, he really, really struggled to get anything yeah. out of them. So,
1: and he could have been England head coach. He, yes, but
3: and he was probably he, offered a. He took. Well, he probably offered.
1: He was off. I think he was offered maybe similar, maybe even oh, more money by Wales, but he was offered it's a, long a longer term,
3: deal. Yeah. So yeah, it's just interesting. Not a great look, well, uh, yeah. and more people leaving Wales. Yeah, Liam Williams, Thomas yeah. Francis, yeah, and. Probably a myriad others. Yeah.
2: So uh, there was some news, and I don't want to report it because I, I'm not entirely sure it is true. But part of it, which was true, is Nigel Walker was talking about how to save Welsh rugby this week. On top of that, and his plan to save Welsh rugby is basically to spend more money on the on the ladies team because I think I think that's a proven route to success, is it not?
3: It is um, an incredible investment opportunity, as it's, I understand it.
2: That's exactly what I hear too. Um, so that is the way that they're going to save Welsh rugby. And best of luck. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> what, what did um, what did the defense minister of, of Israel say on the eve of the Iran Iraq War? I wish all sides best of luck. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so best of luck to Wales. There, eh?
1: we've, <laughs> we've got an email here. Chasers at gmail dot com from Giles. Sorry, just oh yeah, before this related did. to that, but yeah.
2: I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that one of the proposals was to remove competitive rugby from a certain age group because it was unenjoyable to re- retain players. But I can't see it in that article which I've just read, so I'll sit on that until I can confirm it.
1: Uh, Giles contact@chases at gmail has sent us a little picture of the uh, BBC rugby website. Oh, on, on, oh, on, on, on the day on. on the day of the top fourteen, final, know, top 14 just have, finals, so. top fourteen finals, just finished, and uh,
2: this is a great. This could be a weekly game. <laughs> so, okay, so top 14's is final. Um, N- Enter Mac, Redemption arc complete.
1: Incorrect. What? That was not the top. That was not one of the top three stories.
2: Um, Gaelic Genius, Gaelic Genius, Ogara falls the last hurdle
1: again. In- in- incorrect. Christ, um, what could it be? No, Jack. Not even Jack Willis. No mention Jack- of England yeah. star Jack Willis wins top fourteen. Top fourteen. Oh, okay. Started the season losing his job, ends the season... All right, so it has
2: to be... Champion. It has to be the biggest the biggest English story. Um, Tom Peterson, of course, going to Saints. Uh, promising Massive young, story. Promising English...
1: Henry prom- Arundel spotted in Paris.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, it's not that. no, it's not
1: that. No, 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 no. Christ, what could it be? Top story. The Rugby Union page. This is... Uh, emotion already there before Premier 15's final. Of course top, top it story. Is.
2: How... How could it not be?
1: Second story: Hunter and uh, Hunter named in King's Birthday Honours list.
2: W- w- excellent. I mean, that's a huge. R- that's a
1: pure,
2: a pure sports story. Uh,
1: rugby referee Cox proud after being awarded MBE. <sighs> Sarah Cox.
2: Well, I mean, they're all they're all equally valid. Do you know what?
1: I actually don't mind the BBC doing that. That's what the BBC is there for. there for. Yeah. That's kind of what they're there for. They should be covering the stuff that other people won't cover because they don't have a guaranteed income and they yeah. actually <laughs> need to put stuff on that people will. Engage, it, click on and engage with uh, that, 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 so fair, that, that, you, is the B, that is the BBC doing their job well, right on,
2: but you are to be fair to be fair you are reading from the women's rugby page yeah? <laughs> uh,
1: that is just bbc.co.uk slash rugby union
2: oh right okay well okay fine we'll, we'll, we'll just move on from that
1: yeah. <laughs> I actually don't mind that because yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, the I'm reason that exactly, exactly for that
3: reason I'm, a, like, I'm fine
2: yeah. with it. There is something that's slightly annoying, isn't there? That if you were just interested in rugby and you went on the rugby union page. Yes. I yeah. Mean, it might not be exactly as promised. No. I mean, it, it's definitely rugby. It's de- worthy stories, but it might not be exactly what you were looking for at that time, which is exactly, you know, precisely what you want from your news coverage.
1: Yeah. Uh, lads, I'm watching the. This is just an email from Gav. Uh, lads, watching the top 14 final. Second half has just started. Great match so far. I must admit, I'm watching it differently now, and I agree with JB. Huh? Mm. There you go. The top 14 is it? <laughs> like Larochelle's budget of 33 million euros a year. No, that's oh, I mean budget. that's for the whole club, isn't it? That's all the staff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. 10 million, I think, for 10 million. Euros oh, mere players, 10, something like that. Uh, they have no, uh, no. Hard to compete with that kind of money, even if you're IRFU funded. No, 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 Gav. Leinster are spending as much as Larochelle on I don't their players. Think they are. They're not far off. Know.
3: They're not far off. Well, even if they're not their market value, if you disbanded that team, would be comparable. Yeah,
1: and you have to include in the calculation of Irish Island money, money. Y- you have to calculate within that the unbelievably massive <laughs> tax, tax incentive benefit. they get for playing there for 10 well, years. Because if, if, am I right in saying, if they play there for 10 years, they get an average... I don't know about an this. average An average salary over that 10 years in one lump sum... Tax-free. like a rebate. Yeah, I don't know what. this. So Johnny Sexton got like, his was like half, or no, it might be the maximum you earn, or something like that. It's like a maximum, but you get one year's worth tax-free, and I think in the case of Johnny Sexton, someone calculated it would have been in the region of four to 500,000 well, eu- euros or pounds or case, whatever, tax-free, which is like double the amount. Don't effect, we have in real to be terms. fair
2: on this, and if that's the case, do we not have to count the, the French holiday scheme, <laughs> whatever that is? So when you finish, you get like a holiday on full pay. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's saying you, 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 as soon as I say it, you'll know exactly the scheme. Oh, I'm and, and
1: if, you get a, if you get an injury, you're paid at the club. So the, the, yeah, the government yeah. will just pick up your salary well, until you're fit again. When
2: I interviewed Ian Bolshaw, I was like, what are you doing is I'm not working. All oh, right, why is that? And he he was on this scheme where you leave one job and for like six months they pay your full salary from the government. Whilst, or not full salary, but a large portion of it whilst you transition to something else. Or retrain. I can't remember what it is. You can
1: kind of understand sometimes why why farmers and real, like, working-class uh, people put on little <laughs> yellow jackets in front sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so Gav, I'm not sure that, it, that La Rochelle, uh, would dwarf uh, Leinster that, that I much. Uh, I can't help but feel the, uh, the ECPR has kept the last 16 of the Heineken always the Heineken uh, to keep the English audiences interested as most Prem teams probably won't get past it this, yeah that's this probably can't another last. great reason yeah. why this is done this, that's a great point that this can't last either as it is diluting what was an epic competition I think we sort of touched on that I hope more follow Willis to France they deserve a payday and the Prems simply cannot provide it call the RFU's bluff let yep. the boys play and make hay yeah I agree with all, pretty much all of that Gav good one uh, and then Matt Clifford, uh, contact edchasers at com is, is asking whether English rugby should franchise the top tier. He said, personally, I don't like the idea of it, but the more you look at the situation, the more it seems to make sense, and it would be following the world of, and it, obviously American sports, and even cricket. Yeah, it, I respect. mean, the
2: franchise is great, fine, like whatever, but it's just rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. As, soon as, as long as you've got the CVC deal, there'll be no new investment. The only way the premiership get. If, Right this second, right? Right this second. The only way the Premiership gets out of the hole that it's in is if new investors, people that want to put their own money at risk, come in and funnel money into clubs to build back up the squads so they are the strength of La Rochelle and Toulouse and Leinster. But nobody will do that as long as there's a CVC
1: deal. Well, there's one thing. We keep hearing that attendances are increasing in the Premiership. Not by enough. No, no, I know. But that, that there were times when English clubs were winning European competitions. Yes, mm. and we're competing regularly with the best teams, and w- we're led to believe that the attendances are better now than they were then.
2: Okay, so there's a few things going on here. Um, do you want me to address the competitiveness of the English teams back then? So, I mean, one of the reasons is, of course, the salary cap here was slashed by COVID, um, and then on top of that, the, like the CVC deal hit, um, and they're measuring the audiences. That come through the door from the return of COVID, but you know, a few years ago we were in a situation where, like, sales sharks needed six thousand people in their ground to break even. Well, they'll need six thousand now to break even plus extras to make up for whatever CBC's taking.
1: And that's actually the paid ones, not the free tickets they dish out. I, I don't mm.
2: think, uh, sell give any free ti- uh, uh, free tickets. It's the height of en- the height of entertainment. <laughs> I mean, just massively Diamond- in demand. Yeah, when Diamond was there. The height of entertainment. The height of entertainment. <laughs> Best team with ball in hand. Best sport, team with ball in hand. Actually, the Sanderson regime is bloody exciting when you see them yeah. on the field. They are yeah, yeah, very exciting yeah. on the field.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're going to have to... Yeah, they're going to have to increase their ten- sentences massively. But, yeah, the point I'm trying to make is the only way that, that... The only way that the Premiership get out of this hole is to get rid of the, ri- rid of the Salary Cup, potentially, um, which I'm not a fan of, and have... A bunch of new owners Because when they were winning as well The owners didn't mind Throwing money at them Because everyone thought that They were going to make some cash Now they made no cash And they've sold off The family silver CBC No one knew will come in So as soon as these lot Lose their interest in rugby Nobody will pick up the pieces Like they didn't for Wasps Like they didn't for London Irish Like they didn't for Worcester Well
1: uh, I have sympathy with Premiership clubs uh, I think some of it is Self-inflicted A big chunk of it is self-inflicted uh, but I just want to flag up one thing that the Championship clubs have done in the last week. They, well, I mean the, the, these these people came in from the government-appointed people from DCMS coming in, and one of the things they said was, "Ah, oh, we're not really in the right place to come up with the new player game agreement or whatever it's wh- whatever it is for the game going forward, which is due to." Uh, so this is the last season of the current deal, and so they said to the Championship clubs, "Can we can we put it back a year?" And they voted said, absolutely not. Their justification for saying, no, not a chance, is they are. And I think, more so than any Premiership fan, player, club, whatever, th- the Championship clubs are the hardest done by yeah. slice of rugby in England.
2: They are? No, no, no they are. Um, let, let me just put this. They're the so, most maliciously
1: treated. Maliciously treated. Yeah, it's mali- it feels yeah. malicious. Yeah. So So, the- so they get £150,000 per year funding... Versus Premiership clubs, six point five million per year funding, Not and, that,
3: and that's a quarter of what it was. That's the, a, the, we, the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the the Championship clubs a quarter or maybe even less than what it
1: yeah. was. And the Championship is the only aspect of rugby where. Everyone took dips in funding during COVID and then everything else returned back to normal, except for the championship, which stayed at yep. that level. They, 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 malicious is, uh, I'm, I'm inclined to use that word um, strongly. I think, it's, I think it's an absolute outrage. So,
2: just on the championship, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If you are a, a man who owns a large carpet warehouse or you made your money in whatever it is, do not spend your money on the premiership. Spend it in the championship. Be wise. Right, like, There's never been a better time for you to invest Into the championship And I do say invest because you can keep all of your own money There's no CVC There's loads of talent out there who are desperate for jobs Desperate for jobs The,
3: the, the supply of talent Who will work for um, yeah. Below what was their market value Two or three years ago and, Is pretty enormous And not just
2: young lads that can't get contracts Older players who might find themselves On the wrong end of a, of a, like, a salary negotiation They've got to go somewhere and you've got clubs like Jersey, you've got clubs like Ealing. You know, they're, they're starting to become some interesting things on that, and it won't cost you much. Like it really, you, know, you show up to a championship team and you spend two million quid, you can you can buy a lot of talent, and mm.
1: then and then do what with it?
2: Well, it depends how
3: exciting the championship gets, or how weak the Premiership gets. Yes. yeah, you are you are almost banking on the Premiership continuing to fail, which is it's not a bad bet. I, the, the rate of failure at the Premiership At and the moment the is pretty awful
2: go, The Premiership is one team away from the abyss okay, It can stomach these three teams going Because it's a weird, it's a weird number to start with you know, Three go, you've got ten team league. That's what they wanted anyway Time, Mas- Massey Taylor even said It might be a case of natural wastage So they're where they want to be But they're one game away from absolute abyss Whereas if you're in the Championship I think that's much better And just keep your powder dry Wait for them to destroy themselves With their own stupid deal And you know You're never going to see London L- L- Irish again You'll never see Wasps again You'll never do see Wasps think... again You're in prime position Do you not think? No. Well maybe they do But I tell you what I'd be f- I was about to swear then It'd be an absolute outrage If those three clubs skip a season And then reform And go straight They can only them. go in Right at the
3: bottom that, of the yeah. No that's, that's not what they ju-
1: got I, ga- I absolutely guarantee it When those clubs come back They'll go straight in the Championship
3: I really think that's an
1: absolute disgrace. I today. think so. I, they, will be, they, they will do it. Mark it will my will words. I mean, if, put it on the whiteboard. Hear me now, yeah. believe me later. <laughs> even if they <laughs> do,
2: thirty grand for wasps—it's a bloody good price. Thirty grand for wasps. Two million on salaries. Uh, you know, you've got a, a basis of a thing which some, some someone someone can support. Yeah. And if wasps are in your location, and you had two million quid to put in, say Coventry or three million quid or four million quid you know you've got a great story to tell and you all of a sudden you've got a, a nice little competition there it doesn't have to be the biggest but it will be sustainable
3: now you just mentioned organizations tearing themselves apart from within
2: oh yes please did you
3: see the harlequins coaching announcement this week
1: <laughs> yes i did the most this, remarkable coaching announcement since bath it's great tubby bats has got a promotion right i, I
3: assume so. i have i was waiting <laughs> so i started reading that and i was like so Danny Wilson comes in. Chris Millard gets promoted. Um, restructure internally. I was like, they're not saying anything about. That, I and they're not saying anything. And it was like a footnote. Um, that so feels a bit like
1: we've gone back to how it was when we won the league, a bit. M- yeah, maybe a flatter, but a flatter hierarchy. Everything is just confusing because they're all given titles
3: that make no sense to me. Yeah, so it's so great these titles. Danny Wilson comes in. Um, what do, they, what do they actually call him? Given the roach of... So, Danny Wilson comes in, um, given the role of coaching coordinator, which I have no idea what that means. Well, e- coach, even, with, even with uh, Stuart Lancaster, who went in as senior coach, which was kind of a niche, but it was clear that he was just below um, uh, Cullen, and, but just above the other coaches. So, that that was nice and clear. So, Danny Wilson comes in as coaching coordinator... What that means, I have no idea. Billy Millard, who was the director of rugby performance, has now moved to the director of rugby.
2: And he was also a general manager at
3: one point. Yeah. I think of him, I don't really, I've just been listening to the, um, I was going to say St. Louis Rams, the LA Rams general manager on Econ Talk. Oh, last really? week. Yeah, Les Snade. Les Snade, yeah. Yeah. Which so is quite interesting. If either of you, have, mm. you're both into your NFL, Yeah, you both know who Les Snade was. I didn't. Um, it's not the best guest, but it's quite an That's, interest. It's quite an interesting chat. But yeah, I would have put him more like a an American GM yes. rather than that actually involved in the co- coach. But yeah, he was last season director of rugby. That's uh, director of rugby performance last season. He's now director of rugby. Uh, Nick Evans and Adam Jones remained in their positions as attack coach and scr- so Adam Jones is scrum and transition, transition coach. Which um,
2: is academy transition to senior, not transition through different phases of play,
3: and also not transition from one gender to another. Of course not. Of course not. Um,
2: but it could be. And there's no reason why
3: could, not. And Harley Quinn's do definitely support that kind of thing. We yep. we know um, explicitly. Um, Jerry Flannery um, is now he's now got sole responsibility for for defence coach, and only after announcing all of that do they state that Tabai Matson, who. I'm certain was director of rugby last season but they don't actually explicitly state that he has now transitioned hopefully with the help of Adam Jones into <laughs> the newly created director of performance developing coaching role sorry director of performance development coaching role and that is absolutely clear and I can't I can't see why anyone would think anything otherwise so, there you go <laughs> Yeah, but. Queens have nailed it. Yeah.
1: Who's going to be the person who does uh, pre and post match chats? Danny Wilson? I reckon they'll just share it between Flannery, yeah, Evans. Probably. So, Jones. Danny Wilson is P- Cardiff. Possibly, yeah, but Tabai Matson did
3: most of them last well, year. Well, he didn't did most, he most of them last or, year, yeah. so maybe it'll be Millard then. Okay, so. Ma- yeah, he's in the role that Matson was in last year. Yeah. So,
2: Danny Wilson was Cardiff Blues, right? And a bit of. Is he in Glasgow, maybe?
3: Uh, it says in here Leicester as well. I don't remember him at
2: Leicester. Yeah,
3: um most recently in the premiership with Leicester that. Tigers. International Huge experience, coached in the URC internationally with they Scotland. And so he's Glasgow, definitely. Uh Scotland most recently in the premiership with Leicester Tigers.
2: Hmm. Hmm, I don't remember that at all. Hmm. That I think that's wrong.
1: Is that on the Harlequins? This, been... this
3: is the the formal Harlequins announcement. This is on Harlequin's Quinn's that quins. Co. Like, UK.
1: I know it's a reshuffle and it's but that feels like but Tab- Tab- I- Tab- I- Matson, you've got a contract, but
3: yeah, because yeah, you're out. Tabby I- Matson was it was always a strange appointment because they won the premiership without him, yeah, and then they bring him in and they have less success when you have someone nice in that guy. role. He's
1: a nice guy, I, I really so like, sounds like to him. Sounds like, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's good to listen so to, I, good to chat to. I've heard some good things
2: about Tabay Matson from some coaches that I respect. And I was like, this is a pointless this is a pointless appointment. They've just won the league. You know, it's not yeah, much yeah. better for them. Oh no, this guy make a difference. What do you Do
1: you remember when just, Tom Black yeah. had came <laughs> in at Bath and it was with Talby Matson, he was meant to be, and then Matson couldn't be there. Yeah. And, and everyone at Bath said that's when the kind of wheels came off was when yeah, Matson, Matson yeah. had to go.
2: So Danny Wilson, the reason I mentioned Cardiff is because Billy Millard was also Cardiff.
3: And uh-huh. link, I think. I'm sure it's the link. Oh Danny Wilson banned Do you know there's a band called Danny Wilson?
1: No, I didn't. Uh, no, yes, I did know that because it, it was it was one of those. Uh, he did the, the, the most famous song is Mary's Prayer. It
3: is. Well, Don't look it. at that knowledge. What a professional. Um, uh, yeah. Scottish pop band For yeah, Dundee, I know. Nineteen eighty
1: four. It's uh, one of those weird bands where you go, you think it's a person called Danny Graham and it's actually uh, Danny Dan Wilson, Wilson and it's a it's a band. I was going to say that because there's another example, a shit Scandinavian band, Snow, called Lucas Graham. Oh well, Mikael Snow are not they
3: Scandinavian. Who could but they're, be a they're not footballer? Shit, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, or Mike. Snow, as oh, some people I've say. I've got
1: to ask you, Phil, as well. Did you enjoy, but we were talking about the rain earlier in Manchester? Did you, did you enjoy the biblical storm that arrived for the parade, <laughs> Man-, <laughs> the Man City parade? That must have been the only, <laughs> the only upside to Well, that. I did, and I didn't. It, it was quite nice to see
3: that with the open top bus tour and lightning flying around. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't because after my, um, devastated ankle injury for the last six months, um, which re-triggered lots and lots and lots of old ankle injuries. I was actually going, I actually went down to Sail Harriers to go and do a track session for the first time in over six months. During that? And 15 minutes before I was about to leave the house, that started. And a few WhatsApps flying around. People had actually got there and couldn't get out of the car because it was torrential. Pathetic. Uh, did so you, I, were I did. you in
1: Manchester on that day? Yeah. yeah. But I've, I've got,
3: never got. seen rain I, like it. i there was like sheets of hail coming down. Like I've like never like ever seen anything like it, it was coming warming, down. Global yeah. warming. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, so I got to the, tra- I did actually yeah. make it out to the track, and it was under about three inches of water. It was. And you what you didn't to- train? Totally unplayable. Well, well what, the what, Sail harriers at, um, that Steve Diamond tried to destroy, taking a, a massive, amazing community resource away from <laughs> <laughs> the locals, is a. Um, I don't know if you've ever run there. It's a shale track. It's not okay. not um, rubber, so it would it just. I, I ran a tiny bit, it was just tearing up. The, um, you couldn't have run on it.
1: I, I, I was at the CrossFit, uh, my, my CrossFit box, waiting to do a session, and it happened. It was like twenty-five past when this rain started, <laughs> and the class was starting at half past. And the other class, they all stopped early to walk to walk over to the door and Look. watch. Because I, I genuinely, never ever seen rain like there it. There was one. Nuts.
2: There was one pre-season at toc H where it started raining, and it was it was like, like, just, just biblical. Was but I, I love it. Yeah, it was, I, like, I like, loved the more it. unusual the weather, the more I want to put on my boots and just get out of there.
3: I, I love so I ran to the track, which only is not far at all. Um, while it was still going on, it was Ace running down yeah. the road because you you. I before I got to the end of my drive. I was just like I jumped in a swimming pool. Well, totally John, drenched.
2: It was a Johnny Wilkinson thing, wasn't it? Like, I train every day because I don't think anyone else will, will be doing it. So it's kind of a
1: Daily Thompson Daily thing. Daily Thompson. Oh, was, was it? Daily Thompson always used to train on Christmas Day because he thought that would be the one day when his opponents wouldn't. So it would yeah, give him yeah, that yeah. edge. Well,
2: I, I always th- th- feel the same, same way about that. But weather.
1: no, Johnny Wilkinson definitely would have said it. But no, it, he it, definitely it did say it. But that's it where it came from. Daily yeah. Thompson, yeah. We
3: I'm just looking up the quote because the quote for. Yeah. I, here we go I, I train twice on Christmas Day Because I know others aren't training It gives me two extra days Daily so Thompson
1: We
2: played for TOC-H against Fleetwood Which is in Blackpool And on the way to Fleetwood It started snowing, like massively snowing I just remember saying to my friend Jens Who I was driving up with like, yeah, Whatever you do, don't answer the phone Don't 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 let them cancel Do not let them cancel Because we want to play them And we got there and it's completely snow-covered Not only is it snow-covered it was snow-covered, but on a waterlogged pitch. So underneath <laughs> the snow was water on their pitch, so they said, I mean, I don't believe them, but fine. Um, so you had to walk about half a kilometre to a kilometre to play on this horrible school pitch, which was covered in snow. So on the way out, I was like, boys, just throw on your, just throw on your vests. We're not going to get dressed up. We're not going to get in coats. Normal faces all the way. So we walked in our... Um, in our vests and every scrum, it's like normal face, normal face, normal face. <laughs> Don't show that we're cold. It was comfortably the most enjoyable game I had that season by except for the games we played against say Witness or something like that. Yeah, it a was, real tough one, ding dong. Yeah, it was the best game because it was so bloody tough. And so and every time you went on on the ground it's like, oh that hurts, hurts so much.
1: You're listening to you talk now, Jay, I I still haven't quite uh, there's still a bit of me that doesn't believe that you Oh I'm
2: gonna play. I'm gonna play. Yeah. I'm gonna play in Wales. Okay. I'm going to go back and play for Colham And when they decide that they want their children's rules, then I will definitely stop. But I'm not done. I'm not them by a long way. I just will not play children's rules. Well, you're in mean, the best it, nick of your life
1: as well. Yeah, well the, legitimately. Uh, it is interesting. I know you're cynical about this, but it is, I'm, fi- I'm finding it slightly comforting, bearing in mind it's, I'm not thinking for me and playing, I'm thinking for coaching and possibly refereeing, which I said I wouldn't do, but on the basis of this, maybe I will. Uh, my, my son's that's under 16's age group. Um what we're hearing about these tackle classes that are happening at clubs where they're disseminating the best practice based on the new law changes in England is that not really, not, not anything's really changing.
2: Well, something's changed. And, well, look, if nothing's really changed, it should make you even more angry that they're just doing this for optics. Like, they should, shouldn't be changing the game. They shouldn't, they shouldn't. I mean, what a damaging I, things I, are you doing?
1: I, I agree, and there's lots of podcasts where people will hear us saying it in, in various strong and well mm. mainly strong terms strong. That, that we totally agree with that sentiment what what i'm saying is i think maybe there's enough people that agree that actually it is just for perception and optics and the reality it it's not really going to change for for, for for example the one issue we had was that obscure well it, ambiguous uh new law that was in which is uh it will be a it will be foul play for the ball carrier to significantly alter their height into contact, which, significantly, what does that mean? Well, the flesh on the bones with that appears to be if you run with your back parallel to the ground.
3: Yeah, or shoulders below, shoulders below shoulders, hips.
1: Shoulders below hips. Uh, and, and that would be excluding anything within go. within a metre of a ruck. Uh, or yeah, taking a pop-off nine, which, uh, I'm sorry, it never, ever yeah. happens in a game. There if you're no- running
3: with your shoulders below your hips, you've got a problem.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'm telling you now, they're laying the groundwork for something more sinister. Uh, you know, perhaps. it's how you do it. Perhaps. Uh, absolutely, they are. But I, I'm, These are not good people. Uh,
1: but I am I'm encouraged that maybe whilst in they've been able to have the headlines that they want that they're doing something which is maybe all they want for lawsuits and stuff the reality of what is actually what the game is going to look like on a Saturday afternoon this coming September is not going to be it's getting
2: me more angry now because what about the lies we followed the science well then did you follow the science? I mean, if nothing's really changed. Did, you, did no. you follow any
1: science? No, but we've been through this in lots of different... Oh, uh, <laughs> <no>. We've gone <laughs> no, no, through this no, in lots no, of, I mean sort no, of it, uh, arenas I in the no, last few years, JB, no. haven't we? We know this. Let's, we know this. Yeah,
2: well, not in my sport, and that's why it's so upsetting, so yeah. not in my sport. Not in the, anyway, I play rugby, so I don't have to think about follow, following the science.
1: Yeah.
2: What else have we got to talk about? Um, um, Danny, Danny Wilson
3: was announced by Leicester Tigers on the 15th of January, 2023. Um, so okay. post Sinfield and Borthwick yeah. Leaving Yeah there you are. Uh, so, yeah, the only uh, thing is it, was, it was only announced To the end of the season Under, so twi- under 20's World Cup Starts deal. next weekend
1: I think ITV, mm. ITV4 Are covering I've got like uh, daily Wrap up shows I think they might have some, well, cool. some live games as well You might hear a familiar voice On next weekend's Day one Exciting um, Wrap up show So keep your ears peeled For that Very um, exciting But Um that's happening. And then the other thing is the only other thing in rugby that I know you wanted to touch on, JB, was the squads of the Pacific Islands.
2: Yeah, I think they're really exciting. Just yeah. ju- just before that,
3: this is brilliant. Because last time you were covering an under 20s, you discovered Geordie Barrett, yep. um, Andrew Porter, Ty- 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 or was it Andrew Porter, not Ty Andrew Porter, Stockers. Stockers, oh, my boy. Stockers. Uh, yeah, Hopefully, we'll uh, be back to I his came, best. I this, came back raving year.
1: about those boys, telling you, watch out for those, and they will. Yeah, yeah. All went Oh, absolutely there, there, nailed it. Oh, and Peter Steph the Toy as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Who would, would have guessed that he would have made it? But you did get one wrong. Tell me about that giant uh, <laughs> South African mutant. Um, you, you did get one wrong. I did. Uh, well, Max Deegan, I thought, was going to be really good. So maybe oh, man. Max Deegan's not bad, though. He's all right, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he looked really good in that tournament. So he did yeah. quite... And, the, and Harry Malander.
3: Harry Malander. Mall- yeah. that's, that's knee injuries. He could have been one of the greats.
2: Yeah, he yeah. could have been. That's a that's a real shame, that
3: one. Yeah, That's, that's our Geordie Barrett. Yes, so could have been.
2: I am looking for... So, yes, the squads. The squads. Have you got squads there? Because I can't
1: find them. Well, I know T- Tonga's outside backs could be amazing. I think as we discussed last... No, no we didn't discuss last week, did we? The, okay, with, so uh, Samoa
2: have got some interesting bits and pieces. Yeah. So Samoa have called up
1: Adam Coleman. Well, who's coming... I was going to say, who's coming back? You've got Adam Coleman's back from Australia. You've got... Um, who else? Who are the other big name Samoans that are back?
2: Uh, well, I've got not got a squad squad in front of me, so this is a little bit embarrassing now. But I was quite impressed by by names for Tonga. It's much more impressive. So everyone knows about uh, Fakatoa. They know about Sir Charles Pietau. Um, oh a- a- Samoa, a-
1: Aki at centre.
2: Yes. Oh Peter Aki. Of course. Oh here we go. I've Got
1: Samoa squad here. Yeah.
2: yeah. Charlie Famauina.
1: Fritz Lee's XXX- in. Uh, he always was. Um, Stephen
3: Luatua, Lima Sopwanga yes. Christian Leilua, yes. Yes. These
1: Michael are, Michael Ala Alatoa. These are now all he, he's, Jeff,
3: Jeff Tumanga Allen. Because Michael Alatoa there's Michael and Allen Ala Alatoa Yeah, isn't
1: Alan Alatoa is the is, Aussie.
3: Yes. Australian and Michael has been. He's not the same person. Yeah, yeah. So he's not
1: transitioned. No, he's he's not.
2: Right. So good. We've got. So what struck me about those names? Is not the raw talent because they've always had the raw talent. Same with Fiji, it's the experience.
1: Stephen Lutua.
2: I mean, there is. Yeah,
3: there's there some... is. You
1: uh, don't need and, that much coaching now.
3: And in it, something that is prevalent in that uh, Samoa team, but not particularly in that Tonga team, is you've got two genuine international halfbacks in there in Lelia Fo- in Samoa, Lila Foa and Lima Sopoanga. Yeah, which is something that probably the the Tonga team for all of the enormous uh, meaty forwards and exciting outside backs they've got they they probably lack that um Everybody experience to head
2: as a as a half back to guide them around. But um, like you know think about the guy you know like a Coleman with all of his lineup Well experience. he's not he's
1: not in the squad currently but uh he is. I'm sure he is. Uh, not in this list. For oh, he will be, but he, I think he's avail- He's making himself available. He's not in this squad. No, he no he's balanced. in the t- he's in the Tonga squad. Oh, he's of course, Adam, he is. Tonga. Not Adam, Samura, yeah. Adam Coleman is Adam in the Coleman's Tonga squad. Yeah, of course, it's it is, course it is.
2: Of so course like you've got all of these bits and pieces, all this you know, world class experience, With you know, international caps from other camps, and it's going to make one hell of a difference. It is, uh, yeah, one of the best things that World Rugby has done.
3: Yeah, agreed. And it's uh, it's one of the few times that we've been listened to. Yes because like, we were calling for it for probably five years before it happened i
2: think it's brilliant i think i,
3: I think it's absolutely brilliant it's
2: going to make such a difference to strength strength of these teams now-, now
3: now, just one thing I would say is we when we muted this, we said it should only be tier one down to tier two, yeah which ninety nine percent of these are, but to have someone like uh Jean clean from Klein. Who was captain in 2019 oh, For Ireland yes. Which was the reason why Devon Toner Missed out on the 2019 World Cup Going back to South Africa Potentially going back to South Africa I, I mean he is a South African at heart But it, it does highlight the A bit of it, That is a bit of a farce That he can transition to Ireland For, I don't for a it. couple so, of years And it, they're few and far between But that does seem a bit silly
2: Well the reason I don't mind well, I, don't, I don't mind it full stop actually But The reason why I think this had to happen It's because when we say Tier 1 and Tier 2, these are arbitrary tags that we put on teams. They're not actually official tags that World Rugby put on teams. No, but... And that's what they call it, say, you're a Tier 2 team, you're a Tier 1 team, therefore one thing that doesn't apply or does apply to you. Tier... So, my
3: definition of Tier 1 is very, very easy to write because it's Six Nations plus Rugby Championship. Plus Japan? Probably not. Okay. Just because I I think Japan... uh, this may be fleeting success for Japan. I mean, they've they've had probably well, really eight years of so, since 2015. Prior to that, they were a bit of a joke. Yeah, and they're, they're, they've got a lot of money that goes into the league, but that doesn't necessarily correlate with good long term success.
2: Think about that. It's a strange one because I don't because I'm so focused on what happens domestically. I don't pay any attention to you know, are there any good Japanese kids. I mean, there must be. It's a huge population.
3: It's an enormous population, uh, and they, And they, there is a lot of money, which means whether or not there's any good Japanese kids, they will attract um, potentially good players from South Africa or Australia or the Pacific yeah. Islands or anywhere, really. So they will attract talent in. But if the money gets dialed down, all that falls away. I don't think they've got... I think the, I think the foundations are the money, the foundations aren't the... I could be totally wrong in this, but the foundations aren't the say quality um, scrum coaches that they have in, say, Georgia, where they've yeah. got this like unstoppable production line of absolute mutants who can hold up the best scrums in the world in the top yeah. 14 or internationally. Well, and this and this yeah, is
1: the issue correct. for the, when you look at the I'm just looking at the Tonga's 35 man squad as well. And it's great, you sort of I love the fact you're going, oh, who's going to be fullback or on the wing? How are you going to juggle Sir Charles and uh, and Izzy. And Izzy uh, You've got Izzy and Sir Charles in your back three And then you've got Peter Aki and Fekitoa And George Moala as yeah. centres Jesus
3: Christ Aki and Fekitoa or Mawala any of them Any of them
1: You put the other one on the wing perhaps And then uh, Yeah uh, the, I mean But then there's, then oh, there's Just then, give me the, the back
2: three options Izzy Sir Charles
1: Izzy and Sir Charles will be in And, and me th- And then you've got um, Tauma Tauma Fallow Who I don't really know No um, Finney and Izzy don't really know. Do you know when the about... of Exeter? Exeter. He's alright. Yeah. Uh, Talmapia.
2: In fact he's got the highest average carries in. Has he moved to clubs actually? Has I he think yes.
1: to yeah it's... I think he has moved I'm not sure where. Good um, And then you've got William Havili, Otamaki Mausia, Patrick Pellegrini. So they've got holes the depth of the squad is not there. Uh, you look in the back row and they've got some good players but not Lapetti Tamani, Um.
2: Yeah, Tigers Cata oh, Yeah Catter. Vea Fafita That is class Is absolutely class
1: Adam Coleman Second row So, but Ben Tamafuna, Ben Tamafuna at tight head I mean, they've got some good players There's no question And they'll cause some teams troubled, but they will cause some trouble But It's even the same with Samoa They're not getting out of their pool
2: I don't know I don't know
1: They're not getting out of their
2: pool Wait and see By the way Fiji, um, maybe well, look, uh, who's um, who's Paul or
1: um, Tonga in? Tonga, are is that New Zealand and France's Paul?
3: Just trying to get it up now. It is. Because
1: England have got Samoa. Uh, uh, England
3: have Samoa. Fiji have and Wales, and Australia. Um, yeah, Wales, Australia, Fiji, Georgia, Portugal. I would fancy
2: kicking the ball to Tonga. That's Tonga.
3: Like. Well, Tonga have they've got to beat Romania. Doable. Quite possible. Then they're going to beat Scotland. Then Ireland, possible, possible, possible. Then Ooh. Ireland, then South Africa.
2: Yeah. I'd love Ireland to go down. <laughs> Not make they're the quarters. Boring kicking game, but they haven't counted on Israel Falao and Sir Charles Pierce are running it down <laughs> their stupid throats. How do you stop that? Very difficult.
3: <laughs> um,
1: Scrum them off the park.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it will it, driving mall. Dan Sheehan rolling off the back of driving mall. They're malls. gonna
2: lose. Uh, they're gonna go out in the group stage. It's gonna be glorious, <laughs> absolutely glorious.
1: Any more for any more? Anything you're reading, listening to, watching?
2: I have been listening to.
1: You gave a great podcast recommendation to yeah, me and I Phil last week. Really good. <laughs>
3: <You> know, <laughs> Not quite got round to that one yet. I've
1: listened to it. It's uh, you listened to it twice. Absolutely dynamite. <laughs> I, I listened to it one and a half times. I did. Yeah, it's well worth it. <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah it is actually the, mo- I, I the first time i listened to it it was quite it was very late at night in bed and i it sort of freaked, yeah. freaked me out a little bit I listen
2: to it late at night I, I, I want to give the name but i feel like i'll fall off my boat you know like just, <laughs> I just innocently fall off my boat oh <laughs> well, yeah you're cleaning a window on the you, top
1: story you, the if that happened you'd be a Mart, you'd be a martyr maid yeah exactly so <laughs> martyr maid martyr maid podcast what don't want to fall off my boat Don't want to fall off my boat Marty made podcast Give it a listen
2: Yeah just, just go through them And work out which ones yeah. you like
1: w- Work out which episode Do you think we listened to From yeah. uh, what's there
2: um, And what else have I listened to This week I've listened to something else I
1: listened to RFK Junior On Rogan That was really good
2: Yeah I'm not going I've not gone to seen a few yeah. clips of that
1: It was um, very good I've, Do
2: you know what I've been doing Today This is not interesting And you can't re- And you can't replicate it Because it's just for me I've been ironing All my clothes And trying them on For Barcelona And then packing them away <laughs> And now I'm completely completely packed to go away on Thursday, and I can't wait. Wow. <laughs> I cannot wait. When you call me on Sunday when I dial in.
1: Oh, well, we need to talk about that, because... Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, because I'm down in London. And I'm doing... So next weekend for Charity Rally Round Rupert, I'm doing the Cleveland Way, which is 109 miles um, across three days. I think there's a good chance between about... 8, 9pm and midnight I'll be driving back from North Yorkshire on yeah. Sunday
1: yeah, well, there's, there, there is Might also, have to do Monday There's there also no rugby on next weekend yeah. so well, we, we, Alistair, we, just... we could get something in the bag so there's something there on Monday and then do a proper podcast well, on Monday Here's the
2: thing, let's talk about it later Why don't you tell anyone about um, the Rupert charity
1: Yeah,
3: Rally Round Rupert which is um, a friend of all of ours someone we've, we've all played rugby with an all round great guy, George Mosey whose lad was born with um, spinal muscular atrophy type 1 um, and he was, I think he was the second child in the UK to benefit from stem, stem cell treatment um, in, I think, USA and in Italy and it's had amazing effects and there, there is now the charity that which um, him and his wonderful wife, Charlie, have set up to raise money for this condition um, so for what's other the, children.
1: What impact is it? it what what situation is that? Uh, is Roop in at the minute? What's the... Um, so what's, he's, what's his status?
3: He's um, having... Um, so he, I think he's having mostly physio now, or it might be still some of the stem cell, but it's... He's, he's, so he's it's still, so he,
1: still a life-limiting thing, or a, it, a, 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 um, a, still, a quality of life-limiting thing.
3: It is, but his quality of life and... Life expectancy is, is a paradigm shift through thanks to this treatment. Wow, it, it really is a phenomenal thing that so, has happened.
2: So, I've heard the whole story firsthand, and I, you know, even now, I wouldn't be able to even do uh, 10% justice to it. But I'm pretty sure when the rally around Rupert um, Chelsea is fully up and running, it's worth looking at because the story itself, the treatment, and, and whatnot, and where. The prognosis was To where it is now Yeah Just incredible It is it's incredible. Thanks,
3: thanks to the, chief, the treatment It really is a paradigm shift In terms of Um Life expectancy As as the At the forefront Of it Um There's some Incredible videos I'll, I'll um So I'm going to do it Next next weekend Next Thursday Um There's 110 of us Currently lined up All travel to Helmsley North Yorkshire How many do you think Will finish it? Well it's interesting Um it's a tough old walk. It's, it's 100 and, 109 miles across three days. You would normally be expected to do it across about five days. Um, oh, that's a lot, of it, isn't it? It will be pretty attritional. I'm, I am genuinely worried because of my ankle. If this was six months ago or so, I would be fine doing it, but
1: I've not walked that much. Channel your yeah, inner, Kevin Sinfield.
3: Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm, I'd am probably say I'm maybe 60 40 that I'll complete it. I think some of our party might be lower than that. Um,
2: of our friends, who how many will drop out?
3: I think they will all get through it. Do you? I th- actually, no. I totally take that back. There no, are- wait, no. I think... So, of our good friends, there's five of us doing it. One of the lads today... Have, have you seen Strava today? Nope. One of the lads today... His um, description of his Strava run today was um, had to finish due to too much chafing his run was 3k
2: <laughs> 3k into a run was, did yeah. his name rhyme with uh, Beaven, uh, Be, uh, Beaven Pelliot t- it did
3: rhyme with Beaven Pelliot 3k <laughs> wow. three, three K. So <laughs> bearing in mind in 4 days time he's got to do uh, well, more than 20x that distance <laughs> Oh and then do it back-to-back back for three days. Oh so we've got to do it 20x that distance on day one, and then get up and do it again and again.
2: So I'm not sure he's finishing.
3: I, I truly I, believe... He's, he's
1: going to be in a dark place.
2: I truly believe. Get, get, him like, a,
1: get him a vat of Vaseline.
2: Biggest <laughs> character flaws is uh, my my... my my ability to enjoy Schadenfreude. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this weekend so much from afar.
1: Well, the thing is, and and you you, you can you, you can and you should, and I think it's only right and proper to invoke the. Oh, sorry. We'll just t- we'll tell Rupert that you were. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. right. T- tell Rupert that you, you you had a hurty groin.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> quite quite okay. rightly. sore. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's <laughs> thinking, it? it's, it's so that's what chafing. is, it's sore. So I, I am in this the group and. Everyone who's, sorry, we're in a WhatsApp group, everyone who's um, in that is doing a fantastic thing. And we've already raised, I think we're already over £50,000. Wow. Um, the target is £100,000. Um, I'll share, I will share. I want, definitely once I've got through it, if I get through it, I will share some stuff on uh, Twitter because it is, really is one of the most worthwhile causes. Yeah. But the astonishing amount of discussion around blister plasters, taping your feet, Compete like how do you get through I it? I don't even
1: think I'd bother with that. I mean, I'm, I'm
3: sure I, I just show up and walk. That that is kind of
2: what my approach. Really.
3: No,
1: well, yeah, um, yeah. Now, no, you, no, no, looking after your feet. Like after after your feet, ask, feet, ask a military it, man, that's the yeah, like,
2: thing is. Yeah, Tim, thing is, Tim. Um, I am the classic free, uh, free rider. If I'm walking with a hundred people who are conscientious, someone will have plasters. Well,
3: <laughs> one one of the someone shared a. Uh, They've packed up their kit, much like you for your Barcelona. They've, yeah. they've packed up their kit and they shared a picture of all the stash that they're taking with them. There was no fewer than 11 separate, individual separate packs of Compede, many of which have 10 plasters in them. So they've, they've got approaching 100 Compede plasters for themselves. So just like, a, I don't know, that's like if you've got um, blisters like, on 80% of that, you. That, like that's uh,
1: over an hour and a half worth of plastic chains. Yeah. That, that's like three per toe per day. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, all <laughs> um, uh, hey, these all psychopaths my my on? my, I mean. my one tip would be and I got and this was from uh doing a marathon with like only a few weeks training an impulse. Humble brag. What a humble No no no, brag. no no I I, I did yeah, it well, and, I, gone, I, on. and I was like well bollocks and someone said dioralite
3: That's a good shout. Sachet uh, yeah. I I had a, I had a
1: couple of sachets of dioralite
3: and for hydration, when I had really done important. some long
1: runs, trying to sort of prepare my body for it a bit, the one thing that scared the crap out of me was I went for a long run and my, I just seized up and I couldn't yeah, walk the next day. If you're
3: not used to it,
1: and <laughs> it, know, like, it was like the, the electrolytes and the salt. So dioralite. I had a couple of sachets of those, and I felt I, I was up and about the next day. Felt absolutely fine. Uh,
2: okay, that's good. So what I did over January is like, I don't believe in any of. this... Do you know ever see runners out and they're just like idiots they have got kugels on and special running shoes? And
1: yeah, how long... The, the one that gets yeah. me is the people that carry the water bottles. They carry the like, water bottles. How, how... Unless they're running a, an extreme distance.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be... Like, you need to be going more than two hours to, to actually yeah. really need... Like, just hydrate before. Exactly. And if, you, if you're more than two hours, you need... Oh, definitely more than an hour and a half, you need some water. Uh, they've they've but, got
2: the leg skins on. You yeah. know, they've got everything for running and they're running at about, you know an eight-mile-a-minute pace, right? So, around January, I stopped
3: Eight-mile-a-minute pace is... That is some pace. That's decent for, a, like, long run.
2: Eight-mile-a-minute. Eight-mile-a-minute.
3: 8 mile No, eight-mile-a-minute is... <laughs> yeah, very fast. Yeah, I, I
1: um, have the same issue with cyclists right. as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, you're not in the Tour de France. So, so come on.
2: So eight-mile-a-minute is 64 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, that's very fast. Um, so, during January, when Wait. it's really, really cold...
3: Sorry, I got that totally wrong. It's... Um, 420 miles an hour No, 480 miles an hour Sorry like an
2: RAF Sorry, yeah, yeah yeah. An RAF typhoon Yeah, yeah, something like that It's fighter jet type speed So, um, yeah Um, I went for a run And I I, I didn't I took my keys with me Left my wallet at home Left my phone at home So I have the chance to sort of Just stop and look at my phone And I thought I'd just go running So all I've got is my Strava thing I've got a green cotton t-shirt, literally the shorts that I'm in now, and some CrossFit trainers, and off I went. So I'm watch, like, 5k. Okay, well, if I run 5k, when I run back, it'll be 10k. Oh, 7k, run 14k. I'll just get to, say, 10k, and then I have to go with the 10k back, and that'll be fine. And then all of a sudden I started getting cold. I've never been cold running in my life. But I thought, actually... I have been out here for quite a long time now, <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, I'll just stop." I thought, "You can't, you can't you stop." Can't stop. <laughs> if I stop—that's like a death sentence. Yeah. 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 And I got no co- phone.
3: Yeah, you'll cool down. Yeah, yeah. Really quickly, you'll you'll be wet, so the moisture of your and, and it sort of take all the heat away from you even more.
2: Yeah, so it, it's sort of like snow. I, I started to get really worried, so I, I spun around on uh, what was I on. Like, I think I was on like eight and a half k. So I spun around 8.5k I was like I've, I've, got, I've got to get back Because this is like The start of an episode Of Casualty And it would be One of those things Like Do you know when You find those climbers That go up Snowden In nothing but plimsolls And uh, unsurprisingly In the middle of winter They die Yeah it's like, This is going to be it But in urban Manchester Like the thing which I Said was most pathetic In the world running Is the thing which is Going to kill me So like the last 5k I absolutely went for it, it was like, I, I, can't, I can't be found dead On the fucking side of like, there's, there, there, there is no way I was freezing I couldn't feel my hands uh I had a little t shirt on it is minus two. I'd love to write your obituary if you died in like a pathetic way like that. Dying what dying doing what he hated. Yeah. I'd
3: be I'd, I'd be searching through all of your uh our WhatsApp messages, the enormous history where you've called runners, idiots, losers.
2: Skinny fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie died trying to get skinny fat. <laughs>
1: I, I, oh, I was dude. I was glad you clarified that this wasn't a recent run because I was thinking what are you doing? <laughs> is it this a is, boiling? This is gonna yeah, it was boiling and, and it's gonna wreck your oh yeah, it's gonna wreck your lifting running running and lifting. Don't a hundred, go.
2: they don't go? Sh- 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 don't do it! Don't do it! No. Right, I think we must be done. We,
1: we, we must, must definitely be done, done. Right, uh, support us patreon.com, dot com slash Let the boys play. Boys play.
3: Sweet.